I brought wow. beer as well. I want to get the West before I go. Oh. Emu. Emu. Yeah, I was going to buy some. I did buy some and I drank it. Cool I was going to buy some. Oh, no, I well, did specifically buy for the last podcast, but you guys... Well, I'm on top of it, James. I was going to bring my cocktail, but I forgot. I love a splash of emu. It's emu export with a splash of ginger wine. <laughs> Your family just puts Stone's ginger wine in everything, though. This is actually a delicious cocktail. Emu oh, that's export. the cocktail. I've, I've tried it. Were you sitting there waiting for the rest of it? <laughs> Just having a North I don't think it's. I don't think it's a cocktail. A, oh, there's a minimum of three. That's not even yeah, a mixed drink, Fred. It's a mixer, otherwise. I guess otherwise, like bourbon and coke would be a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. If you could look at um, nice guys of OK Cupid. I looked at that. I've already seen that. Okay. Well, I think we should talk fedoras about, and fedoras of OK Cupid. I think we should talk about those two. What about rich kids of Instagram? That's my favorite. I think I talked about that before. I've looked at that. I had I could only look once and then I got really jealous. Oh, I don't get jealous because they're such dickheads. Well, some of them, but there was one guy in a helicopter and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hit that. that hit me hard. The other ones are all just like people like drinking champagne. And I was like, man, any fool can do that. But this guy was like piloting his helicopter. He's like, just going to the beach for a while. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think I think one guy's um one guy's kind of uh tag on the um, on the photo was our worst days are better than your best day <laughs> my favourite one was like golden rollies something shower or something like that <laughs> like, oh. you and your mates put your gold relaxes and then you like pour the Dom Perry on it <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> maybe I need to start looking at it again you it's hilarious. Look through the right eyes, and you'll be like, oh, no. oh yeah. Most of it's revolting, but you know, I think there was one guy, and it, and um, he'd written my first car, and he was at like a Ferrari dealership oh. with a Ferrari California, and I was like, you dick. Oh, it's bloody hot way. in this shed. Is it? I Just, think it is. Well, we've got the cam hooked up, so take your shirt off <laughs> if you want. Where is it, cam? <laughs> Get him out. What? <laughs> Which bit of me do you want out? The, the testicles. Oh, okay. Is that what you mean? Okay. <laughs> so if I'm walking along and someone yells, get him out. Get him out! I think I think that's what it means. Testicles. Well, them, plural. It's either yeah. testicles oh, or tits. Or tits, yeah. yeah. What about guns? Do people like a gun show? Fred doesn't have guns. Well, you know, people might like to see what he's got. Well. People like all sorts of shapes, don't they? I don't know. I think so. I'm trying to figure out which bit of me is... Them. Acceptable for public consumption. Consumption? <laughs> Display, Fred. No one wants <laughs> to eat you. <laughs> if you're, in, if you're in the a- Amazon with a cannibal drive, <laughs> and they say, get him out. <laughs> Yo. Uh, okay. Hello and welcome to Fangin' Around. This is episode 34, recording... <laughs> 34, and we're recording this on the 4th of January. January. Yeah, you've got to change December. the date on the show notes. Uh, 2013, we're alive. Um, we're alive and live. And live on air. Mm-hmm. We're recording at uh, live.jimmyshfam.com. And uh, my name is James, and I'm joined to my left. Campbell. Fred. And Matt. 
special guest, Matt. Woo. Matt. First time, no, long time listener. Not, first time about fanging around is, listeners. It is not my first time. Is it? Is I was it? on the inaugural show. Yes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> he was at the dawn of time. James and I were reminiscing about this early oh. show. Mm-hmm. What was that? Well, we used to record in my bedroom <laughs> with like a webcam. Oh, and cam show. <laughs> Yeah. You two guys. Yeah, Tell so me that didn't blow up. Uh, so, <laughs> listeners of Jim Rich Film might recognise Matt's voice. From I was doing, there in the yeah. infancy. Oh, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. But he's new to Fang Around, mm. um, the it's world's most offensive f- podcast. My first time Fang Around. And it still is. The world hasn't ended. We did an end of the world special last time he, we spoke to us live. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a bit of housekeeping. Um, Campbell and I... Uh, Start a new feature for Fangin' Around, which if you just subscribe to the podcast on a, your podcast app or whatever, um, you probably wouldn't have got. It's called Fang Tracks. I've num- not, uh, I've named it that. Didn't ask Campbell what it means. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> and it's where we do uh, alternate alternative commentary tracks to movies. Yeah. yeah. Fang Tracks. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you know, riff tracks. Do you guys ever listen to riff tracks? No, I know what they mean. Yeah. Because that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) We're fanging on it. Yeah, we're fanging around. It's too much vampire. That's still no. Well, the thing is, through the whole film, we just make car engine noises like. (laughs) (laughs) So you can you find that at fangingaround.com. Just search for search for fang tracks, all one word. um, So by alternatively, you mean alone, one after the other. Alternative, as in not the official ones on the DVD. Oh, that's what you mean by alternative. Sorry, I thought you yeah. meant you guys. Um, alternate. Oh, alternate, yeah. You should know about alternating currents, Fred. <laughs> I do know about alternating currents. It's the same. Hmm. Um, so, a lot to cover tonight. Yes, we've got lots of stuff to do. Catch up, what people went up to. Also need to remind people we're on Stitcher. Get Tent. the Stitcher app. It's a free podcast app and it manages your podcast for you the best thing soundcloud really because you get the highlight like the best joke it's like we were talking about with <laughs> oh, 30 right. rock someone taking the best Lizzie yeah, Lemon yeah. joke out of each episode we're doing that with soundcloud yeah so you go well you can just go to fangaround.com and just press play on the little thing under the logo and it will just play you all the highlights well what, like what are some of the highlights we didn't been? have to do a clip show because we've got it on the website automatically <laughs> yeah well what are some of our highlights we had um imax nanobot vagina cameras yeah uh, car dildos, mm-hmm. um, uh, ghostubation. And this is why Matt can't give out his last name on the book. <laughs> <laughs> What's a car dildo? Well, is that a this piece of the car you use as a dildo? <gasps> yeah, like, well. Like what? a gear stick? No, well, 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 this is even better oh, is idea. Is it a dildo designed for use in the vehicle? It's, it, it's a dildo design. Well, you, the, the, the possibilities. Endless. Yeah, your mind is taking it to all new areas. Uh, we were commenting on how some cars people would ornament them with, um, like a scrotum dangling mm. from the bull from yeah. the tow bar. And we were saying what they should do is have a dildo at the front of the car, and when they come up to traffic lights, they can try to insert it into oh, the car's right. tailpipe in the front. Yeah, <laughs> that was our big idea. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Today I saw within the space of sixty seconds two independent sets of. Car lashes. <laughs> yeah. What about those? What about those? Hey, ra- oh, guess where? Guess where in Perth? I Midland, Aussie Park. 
No, carousel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course. What about those reindeer antlers for cars? Oh, I hate those. Mm. I hate them a lot as well. But oh. you can take it straight off and put your Australia Day flag. Click them right in. You might right as well change there. your number yeah. plate to I am lame. <laughs> <laughs> So we shot, well, we shot every episode, it's true, we do, we really do. We start Um, every episode with... uh, Well, Matt needs to know this, we start by talking about what we've been consuming. Is there a language warning? No, you can say whatever you want. Can I say fuck? Yeah. Yeah, there is a language warning. All right. We say every word. Well, yeah, we have a trigger warning by, on our logo, saying it's the world's most offensive podcast, so you can be as offensive as you want. Yeah. Um, I won't hold Just back. be prepared to be called out on it. And um, <laughs> by these fem nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And so consume, which can be anything. It could be uh, um, movies, TV shows, theatre, uh, art gallery openings, food, Break um, drinks. Mm. Anything. Whatever. Anything you've consumed through your eyes, ears, nose, or mouth. Okay. Anus. Anus. You were waiting. You were wanting to say <laughs> it. You weren't brave enough. Um, That's why there's three of us to go right. each other on. Well, we've uh, we've all wondered, Matt. Um, <laughs> have have you ever done the old put a tampon in some vodka and stick it up the end? <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, to clarify, I've never I've never wondered that. <laughs> no, we we've brought this as the subject, a reoccurring subject of the podcast is have you done it yet? No. Yeah, that's and uh, now it's that 20, specific. It's 2013. We need to catch up. Have Have you done it? I haven't, done it. No, I haven't done it. Yeah. No. Or just at least rubbed it around the rim. <laughs> Give it, yeah. I don't think no. you'd get much of a buzz from just rubbing it. How do you it. know? It could be amazing. That's why I want to try it. <laughs> well, then try No one stop. It's not a big deal to try it. Just buy some tampons. Oh, I do have some fo- follow-up. Photos. <laughs> um, also, say. in the, the holiday break, we uploaded an old podcast from one of the lost episodes. And one of the topics was um, optimizing your drunkenness. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. And how often you jerk? How how often you masturbate as well? Yeah. Was that a masturbation uh, optimizer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think we worked that out because we just. Went, <laughs> <laughs> if it feels good. Do it, right? No, no. We went because I checked out the the sperm donation um, things, and they this. say how long you have to abstain to get the optimum flow. What was it? Fun. It was seven days. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seven days? Yeah. Seems like a long but time. But you meant to... It does. It doesn't sound You healthy. meant to ejaculate at least three times a week to prevent <laughs> testicular cancer. So, you have so to weigh which, up, what are you, what are you weigh doing up your options. Yeah. You have to live the, on the edge Flicking and only messages. do it once live every seven Live on the days. edge? <laughs> yeah. Just to get the optimum... But for optimum sperm count for, yeah. like, your sock. <laughs> <laughs> optimum sample size. For <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what's had, your follow up? Well, I, had, I, I, I thought I would test it out. You know, test what out? <laughs> I, I was, sperm thing? No, no, no. I, I, we've, I said we already worked out. I'm trying to work out what's the optimum drunk level. And uh, so, I bought a a bottle of vodka and tried start off by doing two shots every half hour. That's that's too much, isn't it? Two shots every half hour. Yeah. So two standard drinks every. So four standard drinks an hour. Yeah. And you're that's really way too much. Yeah, you've been hammered. What tolerance are you starting from? Mm. It's all about your inbuilt tolerance, uh, and you can. I, I don't. Well, I guess I'm not an everyday drinker. <laughs> that surprises me. Anyway, so I thought it was actually working really well, and um, 
It was great. <laughs> yeah, hurry. No, no, oh, no. fuck. Yeah. This is perfect. Because every half hour you get this reboost of that, that first feeling where you first drop into drunkenness. It's called so. alcoholism. And um, how long did you keep it up for? Well, the next day, you know. So, 24 hours. <laughs> well, I just woke up the next day and um, and then I thought oh, I better check, you know, text messages and emails and stuff like that to see what I've done to see if I went out of control because the aim was to not go out of control. Um, and a lot of the, most <laughs> of the behold. message I, I sent <laughs> were reasonably uh, in control. Like I could see myself trying to be in control, but they just had slight. Except con- this one that our number one had, fan received. <laughs> they just had slight connotations of being out of control in them. Yeah, and so I don't. I'm going to mark that as not quite a pass. So I'm going to try a different. Method. Oh, so you failed. Yeah, Isn't so the three point? an hour. There was connotations of. I thought out you of liked getting out of control. Yeah, the point though. is to lose control completely, James. No, but the idea I mean, is not to be an, bowels, have an optimum of your, buzz of your sense. I think I think you're doing it all. I don't think you can have a constant stream. You need to have like four the first hour, then three, then two, then one. Yeah, I think it's got to no drinking. It's got to go down because your body can't process it yeah. that quickly. If you're putting more in than you're getting rid of, you're just going to get drunker and drunker and drunker until you do. Yeah, that's stupid. not going to. Okay, so what are you suggesting? I'm well, he just said four, three, two, one. Four, three, two, one. But it depends how long you want to be drunk for. So you have to, the app should know you should enter into the app what the how long the party you think will go for. <laughs> so it's like lame party yeah. out of here in an hour. <laughs> do eight shots. Do ten. Now. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah, get yeah. yourself an inhaler and just. Um, so that was quite fun testing out. So I'm looking forward. <laughs> okay. to <being> drunk sausage. <laughs> looking forward to buying my next bottle of vodka. Cool for science, science experiment. Science, yeah. It's okay. the science podcast. Well you, need, well, you need to have a control, don't you, as well, if you're doing science? Yeah, well, you just get loose. Well, I do that all the time. <laughs> it's just you, is it? Yeah. Um, so, that's my follow-up. Um, uh, any listener mail? Oh, I don't think we've got mail, we've got tweets. Um, uh, HBB John asks... Um, so, do you guys didgeridoo or do you didgeridon't? Oh, offensive. <laughs> Not even going to answer it. Right. I don't know that person. <laughs> <laughs> do we didgeridoo or didgeridon't? What are they getting at? Yeah, what's a with didger? That, with that lame little play on words. I, I don't understand. They, well, these Americans, they're trying to come on. They're trying to they try oh, understand nice. our accents right. and try and get into our... Is it like saying are you a mix I can or mix I can't? Yeah. <laughs> I think I it's like so. that. Yeah. So do you have a couple of kooky followers like that? Oh, we that love guy, all that, our followers. That, that guy that we embrace used to, them. No, but that obsessive guy that used to read Piers' blog, Jake. Aren't they best friends oh, now? They're, they're best friends they're now. They're besties now, yeah. yeah. They're absolute best friends now. Mm. And they found really? each other. They're online. found because of blogs. Yeah. Oh, I've met him. Is he our mm. age or is he... He's our age, when you say that, I just think, weird old man. But isn't that... No, he's not old... He's enormous. Oh. He's, he's, he's enormous. Oh. Mm. He, he lives in New Zealand, and Piers went and visits, stays with him sometimes. Mm. Just and, through the and, blog. And mm-hmm. he bought Piers an iPad, I think. So. And I think they have a lot of anal sex. <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh, yeah, Isn't that yeah, the optimal yeah, yeah. idea? You put a website and post all the stuff you like, and someone else finds a site, and then... Why, what's so bad about Isn't that? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. And then people buy your things. Yeah. That's why we do fan you around, do some right, cam Fred? Shows and you get Have you got cool. any uh, emails? Oh, I did get a message about um, 
sponsorship. Oh, yes. HBB John also had a message for Fred, how to survive America, become ignorant, materialistic, obese, litter everywhere, and own a gun. Cool. Are you signing up for a gun decision? Yeah, are you going to get a gun, I don't know what the law is. Maybe Matt can help me out. I don't know if I have the right to bear arms as a foreign national. So, I think I think Julia protects your right to bear arms. I think if you go there. to the gun shop, they'll tell you what your rights are. Well, I might just be able to buy well, one. Well, I hear if you actually go to a like a show, uh, an expo, a gun expo, you can they just, buy just sell it, it over the counter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really. I think if you're on a shoot a gun and have fun, I, don't I think if you're on American soil, you have the right to bear arms. But I might and usurp. Yeah. Uh, oh. Are you going to feel safe if you don't own a gun? I will feel not a that I'm safer in, if I don't own not a gun. That I'm encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> I have no training. Just wait till you're living amongst you know, yeah, rampant gun feeling. owners. I want to go to the shooting range for sure. Just get the a, tank like, one? Like a do you? Yeah, that's part of the experience. As far you as can, I'm you concerned. You can do that here, though, can't you? People have why haven't people you? Have told me you can go to shooting range and it's like the gun's like bolted down and you can like move it in two dimensions and be like pop, pop, pop. No. Yeah, it's to stop you going yeah. booker, booker. Is that what you want to do? No, I don't want to shoot anyone. In New South Wales, they they gave a mentally deranged person a semi-automatic weapon and she escaped from the shooting range and went home and killed her parents. Do we want to put a bet down (laughs) on the podcast? Can Fred survive America two years without being shot? I'll bet Uh, yes. I'll say yes. I think Fred can do that. Do you reckon I can do it without hearing gunshots? No. No. You know? I don't reckon you can do it without hearing gunshots. You've lived I mean, like obviously shooting range doesn't count. Yeah, you hear you heard gunshots. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, in San Fran. Yeah, in San Fran, man. Um. Oh, uh, what else did we get in? Um. So we're getting more listener tweets than anything, aren't we? Well, that's good. I don't the think we got any mail. I'm if sorry. anyone wants to send any photos our way, like fan photos. Oh, a few people said. Um, get one of them before. We have to give an apology to Noble Monkey because he was listening to the thing about nanobots and uh, he, he he was embarrassed because he was laughing on public transport. Oh, well, sorry about that. Sorry for being too hilarious. Yeah, that's the risk you take it's when you're listening to our podcast. Um, think about it, man. Serious issue. Now, Campbell, what uh, we Well, we've got on? one listener mail Oh, right. from one of our fans. They want to know how the Backyard Movie thing's been going. Um, it has not been embraced. Oh. Well, I'm back in Perth, so I can start coming. I would have if come if I'm not in Perth. Zoe might go. I, I was gone. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe really liked it. It, it sounded like I, I was, like, you know, making her break concrete when she turned up. Just like, oh, God. Oh, that was a long story, though. She wasn't. Well, I'm going to, now that I'm back, I'm going to start coming. Have you if thought about doing more mainstream movies? Just go for the pop. No. Go for the fluff. But they are pretty mainstream. Some of them are. I suppose the knights, like the Little Mermaid knights. So that's the question. Well, but, yeah, then but what's the point of having people turn up and watch something that they've seen a million times? Because they might turn up. Pun? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not doing this for business to make money. I'm here to spread good movies. So why am I encouraging people to see movies they've already seen? You hadn't seen Happy Accidents. You hadn't seen Finding Neverland. You didn't stay for that. Oh, no. Not Finding Neverland. I keep saying that. Finding Graceland. Finding Neverland was that terrible. Happy yeah. Accidents yeah. was all right. Yeah. Johnny Depp film. But you never would have seen that movie had you not come to... No, it's true. The summer season. So I, I am kind of trying to do it like, you know, tomorrow... I don't know what's on tomorrow. Maybe maybe it is Strictly Boring tomorrow, which is everyone's it? seen. But then I've got this obscure 
French Canadian oh, film to go along with it. It's oh, a dance it? film. Oh. What about Dirty Dancing? I thought it was Spenny versus Everyone's Kenny. Seen <laughs> that. Everyone's seen Dirty Dancing. All right. So, what have I been consuming this week? This week, I've seen a few movies. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Dark Knight Rises, which I haven't seen yet. This is Shock really Horror. Funny. So, we can do some late, late review of it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Way late. Oh, you saw the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Disappointing. Terrible ending. Very disappointing. Well, you didn't really see it. No, I didn't see it IMAX. So it's not so, really count. No, and 3D or whatever the fuck they released it in. But I didn't release it. In 3D. Didn't they do it in 3D? No, it was just IMAX. Oh, because when the bat was coming at me, I was thinking this would be wicked. This in should 3D. be in 3D. I think I was sitting there going, "Oh, I'm missing something." It's I saw 3D. the new Spider-Man movie, which was at I think was filmed in 3D, and um, I did not. It was a bit mediocre. Maybe it would have been okay in 3D, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's professional. That's what the listeners come for. Yeah. Um, so, Dark Knight Rises, disappointing end. Uh, we, you guys spoke about it at length. Um, saw Skyfall. I don't know. Have we talked about that? No. I saw Skyfall. I saw... Like that. You saw that in cinema. I saw that in cinema. Uh, really liked that. That was filmed by Roger Deakins, who's the Coen Brothers cinematographer. Yeah, James the, Bond film. Well, the, the it still has like every other James Bond film has the worst CGI ever. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, the sequence in the moors, or you know, like oh. would the way it was shot was just mind melting. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. Um, I saw The Hobbit, and I saw. Did you see it in high frame rate? Yes, I believe I did. Yeah, I did. I did. How'd it go? I'm going to. I haven't seen. Yeah, oh, the first. You can spoil it, though, the first like shot or the first couple of sequences, it looked like they're sped up Benny Hill style thing. Yeah. You, you know, like characters sort of look like they're yeah, far on fast forward, mm-hmm. and so it takes a while to get used to, and then it's like oh yeah, and it was good. Was it 3D any better? I I went to it on New Year's Day when I had the worst hangover ever. <laughs> So the 3D was really bothering me. I, I had to like close my eyes for half the yeah. film and take a break because my eyes were bugging out. So I saw The Hobbit, Dark Knight Rises, Skyfall, and Bridget Jones's Diary. And here's the bombshell: the best fight scene out of all those films was in Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> all right, I'm it's not even kidding. Man. Yeah, Hallelujah. It's it had the most action. It had the most. It was the f- like most entertaining. Most unpredictable fight out of all of those films. The Hobbit got had some really boring fight action sequences. So that's what I've been consuming. Fred, oh sorry, yeah. Um, I haven't really I haven't really seen any movies. Uh, <laughs> it's about you, really. <laughs> you went to, where'd you go? You went to like Victoria. I went to, I went to, I went to Melbourne. I spent a lot of time on a farm. I erected a wind tower. For a wind generator. Ooh. <laughs> Did you get to work? Uh, we haven't got that far yet. Just the tower. You just right. erected it. Yep. You just erected but it. Yeah, I erected the, the tower. You're obviously account. not going Surgery. back, all right? No. Nah. No. Okay. Um, so that's it. There'll be an erection. Christmas Day, I ate a lot of food, as everyone does. What kind of food? Salmon. Do you have a hot, hot, hot dinner or cold dinner? Cold dinner with some hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Salad. Do you eat the meats hot or cold? The meats are hot, the salads are cold. Wow. Standard Standard stuff. You're flipping everything on its head, all of it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I have nothing to... No more consumption. I haven't really watched a lot of TV or anything. I bought a new computer. It's pretty good. With the solar state drive. Where'd you, where'd you end up going? So now you've noticed the speed increase yeah. from that last computer you had? Fast. Yep. And it's nice and quiet and small. Mm. Did you test it on the plane? No, not yet. If it doesn't fit, I'm screwed. I'll be right. Anyway, that's about it. On to Matt. Are you going to take your? Are you going to use your iPod Touch? You could leave that behind. Why do you want my iPod Touch? No, I think you should use it. You just never use it. No, I'm going to take it. I used it for traveling. That's why I bought it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, what have you been consuming? What have you been consuming, Matt? Liquor. Liquor? What kind of liquor? All sorts. All right, I'll back it up. What I consumed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isabel came up with this drink she called Christmas Cheer. Oh, is it gin? No. Nah, In a half, jug. <laughs> half Bailey's, half brandy. Oh. It's pretty good. Gets you pretty drunk pretty quickly. Oh, Bailey's <laughs> pretty much brandy. is brandy. Yeah, so now it's like ultra Bailey's. <laughs> That's it's not like a cocktail. It's a mixer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, because it's got two things. Um, you guys. Bailey's has like the most calories per inch than any other product in the world, basically. More than just a lump of sugar. It gives yeah. me a heartburn before I've even. Really? I've never managed to get it. drunk oh. on it. If that's. You it's, know. It's reasonably strong, though. It's rich. But I guess you have to drink a lot of it. More than like Bundy oh, and Cola? Seen the baby bird? It's a baby bird. I will show it to you live. Oh. Um, the baby bird. Oh, keep talking for him. All right. God. Um. Yeah, it's so this cocktail is going to take off. This mixer is going to take off. Uh, Do you think they're selling in cans soon? <laughs> Can <laughs> Bailey's and brandy <laughs> on a hot summer's day? Oh, they wouldn't be a because it's not carbonated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they wouldn't put it in a can. They'd sell it in one of those milk envelopes yeah, that you just kind of go. <laughs> <laughs> they should just sell a double like Bailey's extra strong. What, now, what would, like what would the extra proof. be? Extra cream or extra... Just double brandy. Oh, double brandy. You could, if you, you add more double brandy and cream, cream it's just <laughs> oh, oh, twice oh, as much Baileys. <laughs> Imagine that double-thickened Baileys. Could good. you whip it? Is it creamy enough to so. whip? He's got the- Baileys and milk's delicious, though. Very, very delicious. Oh, no. What's this? Is this someone drinking so much they'll vomit? Yeah, this is... No, um, I don't even want to see this. This is uh, a, a competition they had on a radio show where uh, an eggnog drinking competition... <laughs> oh, God. oh, it's eggnog. Is, oh, that's okay. And uh, that- the the rules of it was that the winner got to vomit on the loser. Oh, And why? this is it going down. Why would you... you Matt can't see. Is that, no, is can that see all you win? Enough. Is that all you win? Oh, I don't know the details, but this is... Oh, yeah, enough of the detail. <laughs> you, and I'll put this link in the show notes, listen, so you can uh, check it out uh, yourself. I don't know if I want to watch this. Oh, I was going to um, say, is this going to be some two girls, one cup type video? Well, yeah, it's no, just, it's yes. just getting... Oh, no, it's just someone vomiting. eggnog <laughs> drinking <laughs> contest. My headphones keep crackling. So do mine, man. Yeah, because you're making me twist the... Oh. <laughs> That look on his face like those guys in the 80s that were about to fight Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just that, oh. Inevitable loss. Joe Rogan playing Caroline's all weekend long. What? With the amazing racist. Turn the volume down. Yeah. The opening up. Pat, how are you? Uh, it's getting real close. All right, it's getting real, real close. <laughs> the suspense. All the cameras out. Yeah. We've never had more people in the studio, by the way. There's got to be about 30 people in here. So and what he's doing at least. Today. 
DiMaggio-esque. This is like the 56-game hitting streak. Yeah, yeah. 73 what, shots. This will never be broken. Hey, someone is no, saying, please no, center no. the Pal Talk camera. We got it. Uh, uh, I got mine done. All right, make no, it no, mine's, mine's fine. Uh, uh, it's Pal Talk 2. All right. That somebody's in the way of or something like that. I guess it's the uh, camera guy. What shot is that? How many stunts? The left. 74. Oh, he's going for more. He's going for 75. Everyone's got to pretty much keep their position so the cameras and everybody can see. Yeah, that's fine. People are calling from all over America. They've been puking all over the place. 75. Just about every city in America. And in Canada, thanks to XM. He's just drinking now. He's up to 76. Uh-oh, here we go. goes. How's that going to work on radio, James? That was disgusting. Yeah, sorry, it happened. <laughs> wow, the volume of it was quite... It was 75 Incredible. somethings of eggnog. Yeah. My headphones are gone. So are mine. Me too. Hello? I think they're all gone. Only James gets one because... Yeah. Oh, it's because we turned the volume down. Hello? Hello? Hello. Um, yeah, sorry, that was an eggnog Whoa. drinking competition. So is that what happened to you when you had the brandy and... Uh, no, I was okay. <laughs> that, that was Do you guys ever have eggnog? What is it? Vomiting. It's like custard that you drink, isn't it? I don't know. It's, I've never had it. It's like oh. custard. Who I wants think. to have eggnog when it's forty degrees outside? Yeah, I mean, it'd be awesome worse. if it's. But winter. you've never yeah. had it. So how would you know? It could be really good. I yeah, can it's imagine like eating, drinking cream. It's the chocolate looks like pretty good on a hot day. It's it's spicy. Spicy. It's got lots of nutmeg and cinnamon. Yeah, it's a Christmas it's like, flavor. It's like like chai. It's almost no. It's alcohol. It's like a spicy. Spicy custardy milk. Yeah, so it's sort of halfway between custard and milk. Mm. So it's rich and creamy, and I mean, you you saw what it looked like. It's very rich, though. What you want a beer? Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll get it. So, Matt, what have you been consuming? Eggnog? No, not eggnog. But do you feel like some now? No, I don't. Um, that was foul. That was just that's so. Enough. The other guy had. Bailed. He'd been like got to thirty shots or something and couldn't go anymore. Yeah. So they were going shot for shot, were they? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What a pussy! He could only do thirty. Oh no, I don't know. I'm guessing seventy-five. I'm guessing it could have come down to the line, like seventy, seventy-six. Maybe the other guy gave up and was like, "Oh, "Oh, that was a lot of liquid. That didn't look like seventy shots of seventy pints, seventy cups. Must have been cups. You'd you'd have it in a cup, like you'd, you'd have a small." When I've had it, it's in a small glass. Oh, yuck. When I was in Austria, they had, um, what the hell is that, wine stuff? Mead? Mead? No. No. Port? Uh, it's like Christmas wine stuff, so it's like this big... Mulled pub. wine. Yeah, mulled, mulled wine. wine. Yeah. Mm. 
And that was like a big tub of hot red wine with spices in it. And? I thought it was disgusting. I never got quite into It's a pop top camel. Yeah, I know. I don't mind. Because it makes the wine, like if it's hot, I think it makes it taste worse. You reckon? A lot worse. What if it's cold out? No, because I think it brings out the bad. It's like if a, it's like if you have a warm beer, it tastes worse. Oh, it's like okay. hot wines, worse than numb. Don't they have warm beers in Bhutan? Oh, they're not warm, warm. They just room, room temperature, temperature when it's yeah. really cold. Yeah, room temperature like? when it's like negative twenty outside. It's kind of reasonable. Is it good? No, I didn't really like that either. They're a bit flat and they're a bit warm, but it's the style. Okay, we're getting on to Matt's consumption. Sorry. Mm. Well, it's all been booze because I've been like trapped with my family and they all drink like fish. <laughs> really? What's their drink of choice? Oh, well, they've expanded their repertoire, which is good. So like, you get a choice, but you have to have a drink at five o'clock. It's mandatory. And I even got into the like lunchtime drinking. Aren't you, on which I, aren't you on a holiday? Yeah, I know, but I never, I never drink during the day. I hate it because like, then I sober up and feel gross by two o'clock. <laughs> Just have a nap. Well, this is why you need the buzz optimization app oh, that James God. is working on here. To, so you have um, a few drinks with your family and then you're stuck with shots should... of vodka in your room. Because like, <laughs> they have, you know, some people, they get, um, if they've been drinking too much alcohol, they get like a little bracelet that alerts people if they've been drinking, right? So there's obviously that's got... not if they've been, that's if they are, they're like serial drink drivers and released from prisons and that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm Is that what sure, you want? I'm pretty sure Lindsay Lohan, like, it, it beeps when she starts drinking or something like that. Yeah. So, it, they have the technology to detect through the skin alcohol coming out, right? Yeah, but so I think... So, you're just in, like, in a watch, in a smartwatch. But the best <laughs> test of how drunk you are is you. Yeah. No. I like to do this test. No. I, is, I go out to Northbridge and see if these people are... are are the best judges of how drunk they are. That's how all these fights come about. It's like, no, I'm fine, Mark. I'm fine. Oh, you want no, to fight about it? people are idiots. Yeah, but would you believe your watch? But this is... You'd just be like, no, I want to keep playing. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. You're out No, of but if it actually makes your experience better, you'll obey it. That's what I was doing the other night. Was like, I was, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I just have one more shot, one more shot. And I'm like, no, you know, you've got to try this out. And then after the film, I was like, wow, this is good, better, because you're spacing them out a bit. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you've learned self-control, James. <laughs> We'll get you a little scouts patch for it. <laughs> you just want to be tipsy all the time, don't you? Huh? You just want to be yeah, you want charmingly to be... kind of tipsy. Just, you have you know, that like, bit perfect of a sign, cosine, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> bell you know? curve. Yeah, bell curve. Mm. Going in and out of the drunkenness. Or on what sort of time scale? Like at like night, six you're hours. not drunk. Drunk every six hours for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's alcoholism, James. <laughs> no, when I choose to drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But if it's so optimised, you just do it all the time. Um, what about just one drink an hour? That'd just keep you a little bit... That's boring. Bit loose. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing worse than trying to get You've got to be right on the edge. You've got to be right on the edge. It allows you to take and it to the... And it just plateau at sober. Yeah. But and then you've had all this alcohol hangover. and the next day you've got a hangover but you didn't enjoy crap. it. All right, let's think this but out But it's also... You know, you, Matt's right. I really believe you, you can't peak too soon. You then, can't peak too soon. <laughs> there's nothing worse than feeling too drunk too soon. You want to ease into it. You want that oh. first drink to hit you, and then you want the second one to be the follow-up. But if you if it's too soon, oh. if, you, if you don't space them out enough, then you can you can go straight down the road of getting drunk in, in a bad way, mm. in a, in a 
I can't hold my liquor type of way that results in you falling over and... A bit saying, embarrassing. Embarrassing yourself, yes. 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 Yeah, you don't want that in. We all know about that. No. Not me. Well, I do. Except for that bath time. <laughs> at your house. And the bath and, apparently- and at your house. <laughs> and probably at your house too. Yeah. The sculpting that went on with oh. the with the matter that came out. It was mainly lamb. Oh yeah. <laughs> Campbell, what a waste. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> oh, that lamb. Mm. I know. Oh, I remember Susanna Day just going for the going for it on the yeah. bone. She was like an a animal. wild animal. She was like an animal. <laughs> was that at Fred's house? It was. Yeah. You need to find that photo somewhere. Give it to Nazario for his birthday. What, Campbell playing with his own vomit. I've yeah. still got it. Matt Didn't got it framed for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I've got it. A big framed blow up of it. Okay. It's great. That's lovely. I think it's actually two. I think it's a double picture yeah. from memory or two or three yeah. even. I didn't take There's a sequence. I didn't take the photos though. They're great photos. I don't think yeah. I, don't I think, think I might have taken Iconic. Iconic. I might say. Yeah. And revolting. Hmm. If only we were doing a podcast then. Hmm. Alright, what's next? So that's it. Liquor. Liquor. That's basically... <laughs> I was also... I also watched uh, Walking Dead. The first good? season and a half. All right. No, gave up. Didn't like yeah. it at all. Yeah. I kept waiting for it to get me. For it to be, you know... And it never happened. And I just went, no, don't care. I watched Workaholics. Oh, it's a new three. season? Yeah. Oh, there's a new season of Peep Show I just watched yesterday. Oh, is that good? Yeah. Oh, can I get it off you? I, or... Yeah, the first five episodes were really good, and then the last episode was like pretty lame. Yeah. Can I get that off you? How do I do that? <laughs> um, maybe later. Just remember. There is no later. There is no later. I'm out of here. It's now. Sharp. Got two hours. I'm gone. Well, like that's your pumpkin. problem, oh, Fuck, I'm going to have to hack your system. No, oh. oh, you'll bust up the podcast. I'm trying to it. Okay, um, what else have we got? I uh, got the first four seasons of Mad Men on Blu-ray. And? For Christmas. Well, I watched it. I watched the first. Oh season. yeah, what I'm saying. Oh, well, I assumed you watched. It, Is it better and super HD? Um, and then I started watching the second season, and the the Blu-ray player ate the disc, and died. So now it's stuck in there. Just so get a screwdriver. Pop that bad boy open. Um, Hacksaw, smash uh, it. Old school. <laughs> get in there. Just hit it a few. Times. Um, and how was the Blu-ray? Experience? A madman. Well. The, the the thing about well a I wanted to buy it to support the credit because I think it's like the great, one of the greatest works of art of all time and but also it has all the commentary tracks and stuff like that I want to listen to which you don't get from the Pirate Bay um, yeah so which which lady do you think is the hottest <laughs> I'm down with Joe I think I agree with James it's tough it is yeah. tough but I had I was a really big thing for Hattie or. Uh, who's Which Pete one? Campbell's secretary in the first season? <laughs> first two seasons. Looks like a nothing character, isn't she? Fine. Isn't she just the one who like he just is mean to her for like one second every episode, and that's about it? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty small role, but big she's, impression. She's pretty hot. And you guys haven't watched um, Jessica Paray. You haven't seen that far, have you? I got no. Don't think so. Well, you're missing out. I've seen age. a whole smattering of. Different series. Jessica Perret just blows it out of the water, man. She is. I like. She's pretty hot in real life, but what's her, her character? Chari- what's her character? Uh, she- oh, I can't tell you. It was a spoiler. Oh. <sighs> um, <laughs> what is she? What's her name? Well, she's a secretary, I guess. Um, 
What's the What's the actress's name? Jessica Paré, and it's, she's like French Canadian, so spell it weird. So you'll never be able to Google P-A-R-E, or Google suggest it. If you start Jessica P-A-R. P-A-R. <clears throat> um, she's got a, a big mouth. Oh, yeah, she has DSL, man. High-speed DSL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't remember means. what that's off. I know what it means, though. You know what it means, Campbell. I can imagine what it means. I don't know what it means. It's off a movie. I can't ADSL, remember which movie. Man. ADSL, ADSL 2 plus. Means. Advanced. Oh. I remember from The Sopranos, one of the characters describing it, uh, one of the female characters ha- is having DSLs. Yeah. What's the movie it off, James? I don't know What's what off? movie you're referencing. I don't know. I just oh, it's, just, from- it's just part of my everyday repertoire. from pop culture, yeah. Um, I've seen her in the show. Um... Saw safety not guaranteed, which is oh, any good? It was alright. It, it it's trying to be the you know that genre I was talking about that happy accidents and mm-hmm. Don Juan. It's sort of like that, but it, it strays a bit, and and where it strays is pretty much its downfall. Oh, it's really? Just stuck to the formula. Mm. Um, but it's about a a true a real ad that was like a internet meme. Um, so in real life, it really happened. Yeah. So yeah. it's based on a, a sort of based on a true story. Someone in some random paper advertised um, for a time-travelling partner, like a companion, kind of like Doctor Who, to go back in time with them. And uh, And said, you need to bring your own weapons, safety not guaranteed. Yeah. And so they've written a whole movie based on, like, what could this have been? Yeah. And it's got uh, Aubrey Plaza, who's, like, amazing. Okay. Uh, it has a cool car in it, but you guys haven't seen it, so we can't really talk about that. Uh, bachelorette. <laughs> what and, car is oh, it? Oh, it's like a yellow one. You what? What's it about a car? I was looking up DSL. <laughs> High speed DSL. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to find the quote. I, I, I don't know. Well, you need to go on car into yeah, the movie car. database. That's exactly what it's for, Fred. What? Can you look it up? Car yeah, into the movie, movie database. Safety guar- not guaranteed. And there's a yellow car in it. Yeah. And James needs to know what type of car it is. Finally, it's probably the same one from. Uh, finally, some Transformers car news. one. No, that yellow website. One. What a Trans Am. The one that Bumblebee turns into. Bumblebee. Oh, Bumblebee. The Camaro. Yeah. Um, I saw Bachelorette, which is like, um, the, I don't know. It's probably funded to be the female version of The Hangover. Or is it the female version of Bridesmaids? Yeah, but Bridesmaids never went that far. You know, mm. it sort of. I think there was a guy doing a shit movie. in the street. That was pretty. Yeah, but it was marketed as that, but it wasn't. Okay. Anyway, David and Margaret it's not as good as half a star. Yeah, it's between them. <laughs> that was generous. really weird, but it's oh, no. quite amazing. I wanted to bring it up for feminist corner, you know, because okay, it's, <laughs> we do have a feminist it has corner. Four, like, four horrible female... At least, f- maybe three. Three or four horrible female characters, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because normally you don't have that with women. Women always have to be bubbly and and, and, and lovable. But these So, it's are- just a bit like hurly-burly. It's a bit like Mean Girls. Yeah. Well, even in Yeah, that, but Mean Girls, they're playing to- up a stereotype, right? This is... They're, they're just... They're... They just are nasty. Nasty characters that are just terribly flawed, but... Possibly more realistic than any other female characters ever created on screen. Oh, because uh, your number one female so character was... of all time was Sue. Was it from Glee? 
No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. What? Don't you remember? Sue yeah. from Glee. No, it was, yeah, it was her, Sue from Glee, and... Um, you thought she was, like, the best... The girl from Wedding Crashes. Which one? The Rachel McAdams. But maybe that's because I like Rachel McAdams. Um, I think it's just because you like Rachel McAdams. And, uh... But yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. It's worth watching just to see um, them try. And that's probably why I got half star. I reckon it's sexist that people give me half stars because it's got horrible characters. Like, if you had horrible men, male characters like in Hangover, people love it. Oh. You think it's a bit of... Mm. Double bit of, standards. Well. Um, let's us four do a reenactment. We can do a script reading of the film, but make yeah. all the characters male and see how people future like it. Um, I mean, Future project. So James... In safety, not guaranteed. There was a Datsun 280Z, which is like... That's it. Yeah. That's that or there was a Mercedes-Benz. Both of them were yellow. There's actually two yellow Oh, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Datsun. It must be. The Datsun... It was an old beat. It's an old car. Like, a, yeah, this is a 77 something. I don't know. Yeah. That was okay. I thought it was pretty famous. Yeah, the Datsun is a amazing car. Um, saw one of the best movies I've ever seen ever, which is Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, wow. Did you see that? I haven't seen the, it. The most recent Wes Anderson. Anderson film. And I think it's one of his best. Um, I've heard some it people humming and ahhing about it. It's a bit long, but other than that, I haven't seen um, the Roald Dahl one yet, which I, I need to fix that problem. Which Roald Dahl film? Yeah, which the, one? the Fox with the cider. Oh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, uh, anyway, that Moonrise can highly recommend that. Totally into it. Um, and um, I saw Rear Rio Window. What, the Hitchcock film? Yeah. Was that good? Which I've never seen, but everyone's like, oh, you'll like this because it's, you know, staring at people through windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bit of a great game. And you could you relate creepy. to it? And it's one of those films like, I mean, Campbell and I discussed this on Fang Tracks, the idea of seeing a, a film in context. Like, I thought it was a really good film. And, well, it's like early 1950s, so same time around my other favourite old film which is uh, Roman Holiday so obviously films just got good for me in the early 1950s but um but you like what was that just mind blowing when you saw it like was there no films that actually just tried to well when I saw it back in the 50s because it's a concept <laughs> what film what do you mean you know when I watched it have you seen it I ha- I haven't seen Rear Window I don't think I've seen many well I, I, I could have I seen, seen it but I, as soon as I found out you know I wanted, wanted to wait till it was in like 1080p HD and that's why I saw it and it, it wasn't in the criterions I never it wasn't I've had it in my favourites on iTunes for ages to watch but it's been SD and finally I reached the HD version so I was like yeah okay I'll watch it and it was it was worth watching and it, it's a flawed film story wise but it's really otherwise it's really good Hitchcock did some high concept stuff yeah, so was is he film? the first guy? Like he, you know, Scissor Kane was like 1940s. Was he inspired by him? Was Hitchcock making films in the early 1940s? I don't know. Well, he did that film Rope, I think, which oh. is a film that's all one shot. Oh, right. So obviously there's things that he was masking, yeah, yeah. like, because, you know, the reels weren't that long. Yeah. But yeah. he did a full feature length film that was one shot. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of another. High, he, he was all high concept mm. stuff with him. Because only other films I've seen are more being thrillers not actual sort of film and this was a thrill but it was film wise it was high concept I recommend that um. so Feminist Corner I think we need to discuss something else really? two Tumblr accounts pressing feminist feminist agenda issues Fred why am I why am I the go-to guy for feminist issues anyway yes because you haven't brought a single one to the table so far (laughs) I brought the original one I always bring in the meat I brought the original one what science it's a girl thing it's a girl thing 
Uh, yeah, well, you haven't done anything since. <laughs> You've burdened us with this well, one area. Well, one joke only. So, we, uh, Nice Guys of OK Cupid. Yeah. And Fedoras of OK Cupid. Yeah, I haven't actually so, seen Fedoras of OK Haven't OK you seen? Well, bring it up because it's oh, no, I have. even better I have, than I Nice Guys, I think. Because it there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So, do, do you want to break down what the what the sites are, or I don't really know. Is so my understanding was the whole. To, you don't just have to be a nice guy of OK Cupid. You have to be a nice guy and then answer questions like, "Is interracial marriage OK? No, or should men be the head of the household?" So, yes. so the nice, yeah. Well, then, okay. So OK Cupid's like a dating site online. Mm-hmm. And the Nice Guys of OK Cupid is a Tumblr site that collects um, content from users who proclaim that they are nice guys. Mm. So in their description of themselves, they'll say, "I'm a nice guy," so on and so forth, right? Yeah. And then, oh. either in their description or in their kind of um, questionnaire preferences, they'll display obvious signs that they're not actually nice guys. So it's, right. I'm a nice guy, and but then, is it ever okay to, to hit a woman? Yes. No, that's it's awesome. not that bad. Okay, that's an example that I've made up. <laughs> <laughs> All right? But, but the it whole thing like, is... Should the man be head of the household? And they say yes. That doesn't mean he's not a nice guy. But I think what Maybe it's collecting is yeah, I know is this 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 idea of the nice guy, and it's de- it's looking at that where this idea that lots of some well some men have that if they're a nice guy, then that should get them a girlfriend, and that on on sort of a relationship with a with a woman, you start as friends and then you wind up having sex with them and there's that scale and being a nice guy gets you along that scale from one end to the next and so with this nice guy concept they're often bemoaning oh girls say they want a nice guy like me but they always go out with assholes why is that (laughs) but not taking any responsibility for it themselves that they're probably assholes Hmm. or creepy but they don't know they're assholes but that's what this site's helping them with. <laughs> oh, it's helping is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> By outing them on the internet. So everybody can laugh at them as yeah. assholes. So how do you guys feel about this? That it exists? Or yeah, that, that it's that scraping the... out this content, that it's putting it out there in a humorous way. These guys are just looking for love, man. It's it's um, it's um, not personalised, is it? I mean, it's it's unidentifiable. I guess, but they have photos of the people. Yeah. So what if there was a, bit... a picture of you? Isn't it implicit that... You'll be private. I guess no. I don't know. No, it might be not. a public OK. I don't know how OK Cupid. I guess works. if other people can read your, your I mean, um, they're words you're putting out. Yeah, there, right. But you're putting them out there to to people who also are on the site and probably are a bit sheepish to be on there as well. So look, the world is moving towards online romance. You know, this is this is how depraved we've become. But I think in. You know that, like in the real world, there's going to be the, the 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 schmuck in the corner who can never get a girl. Is 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 the same schmuck who's online telling everyone he's a nice guy without being able to actually substantiate it in any sort of meaningful way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm all for this website in terms of what it's doing to expose um, these so-called nice guys, because you know everyone needs a helping hand, and. What's wrong with public humiliation? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But I mean, some people have some people have a a bad way with words. 
you know? That's and then true. there's people like me at the opposite end of the spectrum who were born with one skill and that's talking out of their ass. So I do feel for people who can't articulate in, in the written word because that's, you know, with the way the internet is changing the dating scene. I mean, I'm, I'm not speaking from experience. I don't know what goes on in the hetero world. But, you know... This it's is freaky, Matt. This is, we get this crazy is, this freaky. Is, this is more common now, and I feel for people who can't express themselves online. And uh, what I hear is, you know, the people who do have a successful online matchmaking, it's because they put something in their description with with subtlety or a subtle mm. cue to I like this artist or what about that scene in that film or you know mm. and then and then because there are thousands of people trolling thousands of these profiles eventually someone who may get that reference gets it and then there's a connection or there's a spark mm. or something you know so that that's the way it seems to work in uh, in successful cases that mm. I've heard about so I do fear for people who you know, the best they can come up with is I'm a nice guy, but it's okay to slap bitches around. Mm. Is anyone so, honest on those sites? Yeah. I don't know. Is there a douchebag as well? Okay, I've just been 100% thinking about this. Awesome. Like, I don't know. Maybe. If I went on and, and started a, date, a dating profile... Why aren't you on? If I was as single as you, I'd be on there. <laughs> if I was as single as you, is there a spectrum of single? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, okay. And, and I listed my <laughs> deal breakers... Your deal break. See, don't do that. But isn't that lying? You're up front, no. James. You're up front. But it depends if you want to string a woman along or if you actually want to find a. What, are, what are your partner. deal breakers? Well, Bad hair. I might have to write a list because I actually had hair. some deal breakers that I was thinking of putting on. Sparse. Not enough <laughs> volume of hair. <laughs> Flat, lifeless hair. <laughs> James' ideal woman is a Pantene Pro V model. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I like them clean <laughs> and nice hair. Yep. That's really... Oh, that's it. That's not asking too much. General hygiene yeah. and yeah. It, one attribute, hair. That's pretty nice. Um, oh, nice guy. There's more like... <laughs> I talk about like conceptual like I- ideas. Like, um, oh, I was thinking, what was one d- deal breaker I had the other day? Like, um, <laughs> you came up with it. Yeah, you just I had to list it out. He was going through it. I, I, I well, I hated women again. Oh, that's right. I should have written it down because I've you now should have. Have it. you got your list? I think it's related. It's somehow related to um, what you would do. Like anyone who oh, what was it? It's just like anyone who said to me, um, "I want to procreate." <laughs> <laughs> that's my deal breaker. <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, um, just going back to the nice guys of a nice guys of OK mm. Cupid site. Here's their um, sort of Tumblr description of the blog, and it's written as though they were one of the nice guys. Hello, I'm such a nice guy. I do not understand why girls don't like me. It must be because I'm too nice. Yes, that's it. Definitely, it couldn't be any other reason. Oh man, maybe I should just become an asshole to stop myself being friend zoned. I'm so nice. I'm sick of all these fucking bitches choosing assholes over me. They're so shallow. Those stupid whores. Oh. Yeah. So, oh. so but, it's that but sort what of a thing. sad, sex-starved puppy. Mm. What about fedoras of OK Cupid? Because that's just mean, isn't it? Because they're just like now. they're not being. There's nothing there. They're just 
misguided. No, there's a now there's a wonderful article I read which is uh, which talks about the correlation between nice guys and this cult of nice guy isms and um, the wearing of a fedora. Oh, this sounds like a budget. No Bullshit. way. It's brilliant. It's genius, and you guys should definitely read it. I put it should have put it in the show notes. But it's talking about how this nice guy attitude comes from this concept, this outdated concept of if I do A, B, C in the right order of this, you know, being a nice guy, then the girl will be obliged to be in a romantic engagement with me, right? Yeah. So, it's saying, you know, if I'm nice, she should have sex with me. Debatable, Not everyone yeah. <laughs> gets off on nice. Like, like, yeah. what, what is this? What is this, what is this default position that nice is going to get you laid or get you a girlfriend? So that's true about any position, then, right? I mean, nothing's. There's no univ- If there was a universal way to get laid, everyone would be doing it of all course, the time. Of course, and I mean, but people are people are individuals, it, and it's yeah. not as binary as you're nice or you're asshole. No, like, of course not. But that's what the nice guys are thinking. And nice, they're thinking, nice can I also... should be more of an asshole to pick up chicks. That's how girls get picked up. No. Just be less wimpy and less pathetic, because I mean hey. that, that's what nice seems to connotate to me. It's so such the a nothing word anyway. Seems to be a go-to item of clothing to signify that the wearer is a nice guy, is of the old school, a little bit charming, a little bit dapper, a little bit suave. You know, still holds doors open, but actually falling into this trap of being a nice guy. So sounds like try-hard preppy. Is this Joey yeah. Jeremiah's fault? Probably. Did he start all this? They had fedoras before. Joey he wasn't Jeremiah. a nice guy, though. But he tried to come off as a nice guy. Right. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, but he was an actual not nice. Oh, this is with he was about- actual roguish and we're charming. Talking about Degrassi Junior High. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was roguish and charming and handsome. Hmm. Girls loved him, or did they? Did they not love him? No. Maybe he but was he, a nice he, guy. He, I think he had like there were episodes where he did all these nice things and he expected to get yeah, it I to remember. make he out. He was like he was all Mister Charming and yeah. everyone in his face. But then when it actually came to like actually it, being on a date with a girl, he was not. He couldn't get any luck. And the other thing with the nice guy thing is that there's um, so they 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 often fall into this default position of being a friend. They talk about being friend zoned. Friend zoned. Whereby the girl puts them in the friend zone. And I'm always being friend zoned. I want to be in the bone zone. Oh, no, is that what the opposites call? Yeah, some guys are on their site on their site say, oh, I, "I'm always in the friend zone, never in the bone zone." <laughs> All right, if you're talking about bone zones, you got a problem. Um, but oh, now where was I going? The friend zone. Oh. You want a bone zone? Bone zone. <laughs> it's a maze of insanity. Is basically what it is. Oh, a little so, bit mean, though. But it's still mean to the fedora wearers, because they're... No, no, they're, they're all in it. They're no, all in it together. In, no, because nice guys of OKQ, but it's people who are trying to come across as nice and actually being assholes. Your whole thing about against the fedora wearers is that they're just trying to be nice. So no, you they are the them. nice guys, but they wear fedoras. But that's not a crime. I mean, being an asshole is like a negative thing, but they're just fedora yeah, wearers. Yeah, but they're, they're nice guys in bad hats, basically. They oh, do Top Hat Tuesday too, <laughs> <laughs> where they troll AK Cupid for guys How in top hats. Are they Lots. <laughs> I would probably wear a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Hawaiian shirts of OK Cupid for James. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have been wondering if there are other tumblers of like 
uh, like princesses of OK Cupid or something, where it's a girl saying, you know, I'm a bit of a princess. This, this, this. Mm. What do you like to do on the weekend? I'll oh, get shit faced and like eat KFC. Well, or something opportunity like that. can we'll, we'll add that to the five dollars. But is thing. that is that? Are we just like? Are we challenging the status quo with that? Is that with? Are f- we progressing? Is this the feminism hook you've come up with? That why isn't there a women of OK Cupid who are insane? Yeah. Well, no, no. This is a tangent. I've finished one okay, conversation. Yeah. I'm starting the next one. I yeah. think because I would assume. Well, maybe not that the men. These the stereotype for these sites are lonely men. Mm. So there's probably a million of them finding lonely women on these websites might not be as easy as it sounds maybe that could be a project for you when you get to Colorado <laughs> start a new look Tumblr. up lonely women on the lonely internet. women okay this is a question I've been wanting to pose to you guys for feminist Colorado. Oh, no. is there <laughs> <laughs> says that. do you think there is such and this could be the topic of the, the Tumblr <coughs> is there do you think there's such a uh such do you think such a person exists that fits this uh, example I'm about to give? Um, a, a, like, a stunningly beautiful woman, woman, like, 10 or 11 out of 10 on the scale, who doesn't abuse the power of her beauty? Do you think that such a person exists? Yes. Because, you know, they're kind of like a superhero. You know how, like, it's like great with great power comes great responsibility. There must also. What do you mean by abuse it? Well, I'll give Frank. you an example. It Is happened to me someone? today. Really today, Fred, at the Belgian beer bar. You yes. abused your beauty? No. Oh. This blonde woman, I'd already let one person push in front of me, and then this blonde beauty came, you know, she sidled up, and this young guy behind the bar sprung an instant hard on for her and went straight to serve her, made a beeline for her. I felt so old and ugly, Fred. Yeah. I don't feel old and ugly very often. But, but that's not necessarily... She abused yeah. her bu- position. But that's... There were, there were other... Pe- there were legitimately uh. old and ugly people waiting as well who'd been waiting longer than me. And this, this, this stupid young guy behind the bar just, just was so But isn't so it aroused. his fault? Because it's not like yeah, she, was, she, she could have said, "Oh, sorry, mate." He'd yeah, she, she should have. Yeah. But but she she that that was that was the um, calculated thing behind what she did mm. because she actually didn't say, "Oh, these people were waiting," and it was a busy bar, and and the the, the bartender was young, he was inexperienced, he didn't know how to do his job properly, and and she she sidled in with her sex appeal and pushed in it brazenly. I, I had a right mind to tell her off. I nearly did. You old man. Yeah. Oh, you young blondie you there, there is not a single <laughs> stunningly beautiful woman that, that just can't keep it in the holster. You know. What, what do you mean by that? What, her privilege, her beauty well, privilege? Well, I, yeah. I think the ones that do, the ones that do not abuse that sort of sexual power that they have, you just, you just want to hate them. You're just, they're just too... <laughs> you sounds like you want to hate all beautiful women. <laughs> I'm not a misogynist, but they, they're just too nice. They're just too nice. nice. The other day, because, because they're the ones who don't realize that they're actually ha- harnessing that sexual power. But then they're harnessing it even more because then they get you even more because well, they're so nice. Like, that's why you want to hate them. Yeah. The other day, I, I started to think that maybe I am like a woman hater, like a, a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
Well, revelations but then in I, feminist corner. But then I sort of just yeah, started to... I, I had to sit we down and think about it. Did you make a list? Did you check your list of things you hate in women? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he was just adding another yeah. entry to what I He's hate like, about women. Wait, I'm onto page 400 here. Oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 I worked on it for about half a day in my brain. I came to the conclusion I just hate everyone, you know. Like, oh, you're an equal opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed That's to hate fine. everyone. It was just all these things that I hate about women. I probably also hate about men. I just It's just not on my mind. You don't think about it as much. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So you streamline your hatred mm. amongst sexes. Um, but yeah, so I, I wonder if there's, there's such a woman exists. Because if you had that power, it's like this little secret that you have that you can just... A special key to get into... It doesn't always work, though. It's not foolproof. Um, no, but you the, the, the act of using trying it and, and you know. No? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but how do they find out it doesn't always work? They have to have tried it. Tried and failed. Yeah. yeah. Just tap, tap, tap. Just keep edging away at that surface and eventually you'll find something you hate about them. Hmm. You know, eventually... I think feminist corner's gone really wonky tonight. You're trying to convince him against <laughs> misogyny <laughs> corner. We need to have misogyny corner yeah. to uh, balance out feminist well, I need corner. to go to the toilet. <laughs> even, even in a woman that you think is flawless, you will eventually find a flaw. Yeah. You know, it happened with me. This woman turned me. I was totally in love with her. Oh. I thought we just wanted to move to the oh, south of France oh, and have babies. <laughs> and, you know, but eventually I found flaws. And, and, was and, this and Nigella whole, Lawson? This was, not, this was not Nigella Lawson. It's a real-life person that I know. She is real life. Don't tell me she's made up. No, she's not made up, but I don't know her in my life. But no. this other woman I do. and really But eventually, you know, I... <laughs> no, the other one. This one? Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes, well, the point I'm making is sometimes it can all be a facade. So it's just a matter of time before that crumbles away and you can see through all of the shit. Very bitter, Matt. I am very, bitter, very Fred. bitter. I make, no, I make no apologies about it. Um, now, Matt, mm. you live in Sydney. I do. Um... For people, don't say where. <laughs> no, but for people listening, more of our listeners are American. Or, yes, yes. Uh, Eastern European. Um, Eastern European listeners. Oh yeah, like twenty or thirty or so. Kay's listening from the from the grave. Um, Sydney and Perth on opposite sides of the continent. They're pretty much on the same latitude, right? But different longitudes. Well, the interesting thing about Sydney is um, you can drive there from Texas. What? It's closer. Oh, right. It's closer to America. There's no way it's closer to America, Matt. Sydney than Perth. Oh, closer to America. Yeah, closer yeah, to okay. America. Mm. Yeah, not connected to America. No, there is an ocean in between. Um, what's happening in Sydney? Oh. I was in Sydney last week. You well, were. two, I'm, two or three I'm weeks ago. I'm very sorry, I missed. I think we asked you. Like, uh, I was very. I, busy. I spent my whole time at a physics conference, so. I could not tell you what was, was I was. You didn't, I was. What was your transfers? Like? Did you go to the CAS? I went to Darling Harbour for the conference dinner. I did. I went. Did you have dinner on the boat? But, 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 no. Did you go on the harbour? No. No harbour. Physics the, conference. I went to Coogee Beach. It was really nice. Coogee I love the rock beach. pools in Sydney. They don't have them in Perth. You know, like the you, they've got the, the the beach, and then they've at the end mm. of the headlands, they've got the rock pools. Mm. 
Really like Where them. the beaches are smaller, it's not just one continuous stretch of sand. And my favourite beach is entirely rocks, because there's mm. no children that That's go there. That's not a beach. No family. That's a cliff. It's where all the cool kids go. It's more of a take a six pack and hang out on a Sunday afternoon beach than mm. a like go for a swim and take a you know get all sandy and. Blah. Would you go in the water? Yeah, you can snorkel there. Oh, okay. There's great little reefs and you can swim around and it's good. Um, what, what's the, uh, like, lifestyle like? What's the lifestyle that you're living in Sydney compared to, you know, living in the suburbs of Perth? The lifestyle. But do you have a car? I don't have a car. I don't need a car. Um, I go everywhere by taxi or bicycle. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably transport. Or walking. Public transport's shit house. Oh. Absolutely shit so, house. You got a better public transport system in Perth, to be honest. Well, how how far would you have to be before you taxi? Like across town? If you need to go to somewhere north of the harbour. I never go north of oh. the harbour, Fred. Is that like what south for? of the it's like south of the river? Hey, yeah, but, <laughs> but even but even more divided. Even more divided. Like you like 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 never like maybe once, twice a year. I go over there for something. Okay. Um, and there's north... In terms of Sydney and the way it's it's set up as a city, there's there's the eastern suburbs and all the beaches, and, and that's the cool part of town. And then there's the inner west, which is the, the, where all the Melbourne wannabes live, kind of all the, all the alternites. Yep. Um, but there's, there's great food, there's great culture, there's great live music, there's all that kind of stuff. You know, in the inner city and in the inner inner west, but then I mean the western suburbs just stretch for for, for so many kilometres all the way out to the all the way out to the mountains, and then on the north side, the the two sort of areas are the the the, the north shore, which is the, the harbour bit, and then the northern beaches, and that's like, it's all it's basically all suburbia. The lower north shore bit is very very pretty suburbia, but there's just nothing there. I lived in Roseville for three months. Roseville, where's that? <coughs> north, north of Chatsfield, just one yeah. stop north of Chatsfield. Yeah. Suburbia, yeah, it's mm. nice. Now, Matt, going back to OK Cupid, have you heard of a service called Grinder? <laughs> I have. Do you use? Oh, it? Oh, everybody's on that, but yeah. it's not very effective. No. Why isn't it effective? I thought it'd be super effective. Well, that's what I heard. I heard I that really in, in Toronto. You can be in Toronto, you're 800 metres. Anywhere you are in Toronto, you're 800 metres from getting a blowjob within the half hour. It's, <laughs> it's good for getting random sex, yeah. yes. But, it but de- that's it. But it depends how desperate you yeah. are. It depends how low you're willing to stoop. Mm-hmm. I mean... I think it's the same with OkCupid. Okay yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you go to... If you, yeah. And yeah, if you, live, if you live where I live, where there, there is a high concentration of mm. LGBTI diversity, yeah. then, yeah, there's, there's people everywhere. So, so they use new, these new digital there's tools? A, there's a play about it. All right. Have you heard the, the con- I, confess- Confessions of a Grinder Addict? About people who, and, and, and I do know people who have become obsessed with it. And and to the is point of distraction, of and people. No, it's not just. Is it you that kept talking about your friends? There's set up a whole. There's grinder. a whole variety. Yeah. you know, like there's one of my friends at work. She's got grinder, but she's a girl, a heterosexual. Well, girl. Well, why doesn't she have blender? Oh, it's blender for ladies. No, blenders for buys. 
Oh. Well, she has what? Gr- most, so what's the closet? It's for closeted gays. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. No, she just does it to get, like, photos of guys, dicks, and things. <laughs> then there's, then there's, <laughs> then there's Scruff, which is for more manlier men. So oh. That's, that's the one I use. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. And is it, it has an app or Grindr's, is it a website? It's, it's same as same as Grinder, but mm. Grinder's like it's, it's. Is it for bears? The technology is always increasing and and diversifying. Mm, I'm just going and on the app store. Like, the, <laughs> what's it called? Scruff. <laughs> the, um, I've never heard of this. Do they have to say what it is? There is there. Can they just allude to it? Do they say it's a the social Apple networking app? Yeah. yeah. They what do they say? Scruff. The, the, the blend- gay guys. The blender one, the um, grinder one, tends to be for more more plastic Twinkie mm. a gays. What's an a gay? An a gay is someone who's very very plucked, preened, oh, okay. gym body. You know, like looks like something out of a. You're not allowed to say Twinkies anymore. Out of an out of a. I don't think out of a. It's like the authority on. I think I think you saw that on adultmatchmaker.com. Is that what they're? Promoting. Meet millions of scruff gay guys in your neighborhood and around the world. Some scruff guys are bears, some are jocks, and but some are just guys. how do they vet that? Do they... You know, you take a photo no, of yourself, it goes you... to the admin, he goes, all right, you're on scruff. No, they'd, it'd, it'd be self-identifying, surely. Oh, it's... I don't know. There's no police that go, like, you're not no. scruffy enough. I guess you see a no, photo no, no. of them. I don't know how these things are. Yeah. It's, just, it's just catering to a different market. It's like there's different bars for different Has anyone of... even tried to make a head through one you of know, these? It's, there's a, there's I thought OkCupid. Okay, Grinder just recently cr- allowed... Uh, <laughs> the thing you need to on, understand is there's, like... Just because gay people are, like, 10% of the population doesn't mean that there's any less diversity within Do that, we know that? Within yeah. that segment of the community that identifies as gay and lesbian as there is within the hetero community. Yeah. It, it's just as diverse. No, you're all the same. <laughs> just want to put us all in a box. <laughs> Sorry, when you said LGBTI, I, I am, is yes, I for intersex? Intersex. Because I've never heard the I, I in the I end. am the uh, elected spokesperson no, and the convener of the... No, no, this is... Uh, this is. I can tell you this. I can oh. tell you this. I, I am the elected spokesperson on LGBTI issues for the Greens New South Wales. I am. Wow, really? Yes. That's Do they have cool. a ballot for it? Yes, the party has elected me to that job. Oh, wow! So I talk to the I talk to the media about those issues. Mm-hmm. So far, I've talked to the media this many times. <laughs> Is that because they don't want to hear <laughs> hey, about it? But or? I'm happy to talk about we're it. The now. Media. So we're the media. Yeah, we're yeah. media. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about you were on feminist corner. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was not speaking on behalf of the party when I talked on Feminist Corner. Okay? That needs to go at the start of the show, man. This is why you need not- to indemnify yourself now. This is why you can't say no, this no, publication no, no. is brought to you by Any the Greens person, Party. <laughs> no, we have a we have a working group too for um, sex, sexual identity. I don't know what it was. Sex. Sex, sexuality, sexual sex, identity, sexuality, and gender identity. Just to get on, because LGBTI now. Lesbian, gay, Bi- bisexual, transgender, and intersex. How so, How so, many more will they add? I just got to... Yeah, well... Because, I mean, this it's is, sort of this is, exploding. This is, this is something I've had to get across in my spokesperson role. And we also have a working group that I convene. And so intersex 
people are born that way, and like at least one in a hundred people are born in a, with, really an inter- with an intersex condition. It's high, a lot higher than we ever thought, and lots of people are intersex and without ever knowing. Like it's really like yep. the biological difference between male and female. Wait, are really we talking blurry. genetic or physical? We're talking or mental hermaphrodites and people who are you know of mixed sexual gender that that can't be. But we, we have a binary gender yeah. system. You're either male or female. And so what's traditionally happened is a doctor at birth has chopped off a little um, underdeveloped penis or opened up a vagina or, you know, made you either male or female if you're born any, with, with, with any sort of indication that you're in between. Yeah. So that you fit in that binary system. Mm. And now what's happening is we're having an emerging body of law and policy that's coming out saying well that's wrong and people should be able to just be who they are with that condition and then it should be their right once they reach adulthood to decide if they want to become male or female or have the option to have an an, an intersex status as their sex but it's like about genital integrity but as what well. Is like, like so for compared a child. to compared to yeah, so compared if they to had transgender, to... transgender people are either males or females who then choose to identify as the alternative, yeah, uh, as 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 a different sex, and and that includes cross dressing, transgenderism, all of those sorts of things. But 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 intersex is about actual biology and actually basically comes down to your bits and pieces to put it bluntly. So if the doctor, it, so if the child was born intersex, and the doctor could either then and there pick one, mm. and the child would grow up with fully developed and functional genitalia, mm. or the doctor could say no, but then the child grows up with neither functional it's, it's not, genitalia. It's not, I mean, what, it's not just to do with of... the genitalia. It's to do with the hormones. It's to do with mm, the mental okay. conditioning mm. of that person. So if, if they... You know, and, and you can't tell at birth whether that person's eventually going to grow up to identify more as male or more yeah, as female. There's all sorts of And if the doctor cases. interferes and thinks... Yeah. I mean, this is... Yeah. Conventional wisdom was that they thought they were doing the right thing by the, by the, by the infant, by, by giving the, putting them into one sex category or the other. But now we're finding that it's just... You know, I mean, there's a case in the federal court at the moment where a 10-year-old child has taken out an injunction against their parents to restrain the administration of hormones to, 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 to turn them from male to female, which is the, what the parents want to do in accordance with the doctor's advice. And the court has actually upheld the, in favour of the child, saying, well, it's the child's decision about um, Didn't you- how they eventually identify with their sex. But most in- intersex people... Um, want to want to have that intersex status as a separate sex status. Oh, yeah. They don't want to have to put on their passport, I'm male or female. And, you and know, if you've got one in a hundred a population of one yeah, in a hundred that it's, falls it's, it's, they're into a big enough category. It's, yeah. it's enormous. And, and, and marriage equality and the, the struggle for gay rights and is, is the last battle of, of human rights, people say, but I think it's intersex rights. And I'm much, as an activist, I'm much more interested in fighting for intersex people to, to, to have the dignity to be recognised for who they are. Um, I think that, you know, I'm just a bit over the whole marriage equality thing. I mean, it's, so, it's just such a no-brainer that we should have it mm. uh, for people who want it. I mean, in my personal case, why the hell would anyone ever want to get married but that's me it's not about my personal choices it's about the availability of the right for everyone 
But lots of intersects. But, the, also but is what I'm saying subtle. is the next struggle should be, and the next thing we should all be focused on is is intersex rights, and I think that will come. Yeah, but a lot of it's subtle as well, or internal intersex kind of genitalia and things, isn't it? Like not, it's not always outwardly displayed in an infant. True. When a person is intersex. True. Mm, true. So, so, like, I read a case where a man was having trouble conceiving with his wife, and they were doing tests, and he had ovaries inside of him that he never knew about and so that flipped his entire world upside down because he he never knew he was intersex and the doctors never knew because they why would you you know maybe i'm intersex well nobody knows (laughs) well that's the thing you know you don't know and and but there's blurry lines you know so you're clear on the intersex it's like with all things it's a spectrum you know you know what a lesbian is yeah yeah okay yeah, it's just an ever-expanding <laughs> just stable of... Look, background. being gay or lesbian is pretty boring, and it's pretty easy compared to being intersex or trans or any of anything like that, so... It's pretty white bread nowadays, being, Matt. Being, yeah. Boring. It's pretty vanilla. It's blasé. If there's apps for it. <laughs> yeah, if you're a targeted demographic from a large <laughs> corporation. You might find more intersex people on Blender. I don't know. Blender. Mm. Mm. Blender. Get on there. Um... Matt, now, do you, um, if, if you had a life partner, right, but you obviously weren't married because you can't get married, Mm -hmm. and they were, uh, in an accident and you want to visit them in hospital, Mm -hmm. would it be hard for you to see them? Oh, I don't know, James. I don't want a life partner. What do I want to have to take care of no, someone just, for? You deal I with this. I can barely manage myself. Yeah, but, yeah, but you... Uh, I realise that on a personal level, but you have to manage these <laughs> issues. You represent these issues for other people. Is that an oh, issue? Yeah. Mm. Like, what rights do a... Uh, Look, James, we have to work within the system. It's about incremental change. Mm. So, even though marriage is a completely outmoded system, which is which is an institution that is failing more couples mm. than it's working for, um, it's it's necessary for gay and lesbian people to achieve equality in terms of yeah, those yeah. rights than than to do what I would prefer to do, the ultimate thing, just overhaul the whole system, let the let the churches keep the concept of mm. marriage and tradition and all of that wank that yeah, goes yeah. along with it and then have a well, different yeah, separate, secular system yeah, that is non-discriminatory state, for the state to allow couples like the, the way the french do so they say to the couple you define your relationship before the before the law before secular society so you say yes we are in a relationship now and it's going to affect us in terms of common property children our wills and intestacy all those sort of things, mm-hmm. or we say, nope, it's just a basic sort of um, ceremonial thing. Mm-hmm. And we only want it to be a ceremonial um, unification of us in a relationship and mm-hmm. just a public declaration yeah. before, before the state. But- you know, so, so you give the couple the power and the autonomy to actually de- de- determine how their relationship mm-hmm. will be defined bef- before the law, mm-hmm. rather than saying... This is marriage. This is the concept, and you opt in or you opt out. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want people to actually unify to have a solid relationship, which is something that I agree with the British Prime Minister, we want to encourage people to do for their own prosperity and happiness and economic well-being and a whole range of other factors. Then I think it's only right and proper that you actually give the couple the mm-hmm. autonomy to de- to define that 
in terms of how they are. And that can only be done if you have a secular system which, which provides for that. And, and the, oh, current, the current arrangements Either don't. You have and to abolish the Marriage Act or you have to include everyone in it. There's mm. no black and... There's no greys here. There's one or the other. But, I mean, we have a system in Australia of de facto, what in America they call common law, mm-hmm. which, which by definition, if you're not marriage is still in a relationship for the purposes of law, yeah. for the purposes of children, for wills, Can for you common property. Can you choose No, you can't. That's a bit if you've stupid. been in a relationship with someone for three months, you are in three a de facto months. relationship. Yes. Three months. For the purposes of assessment before the taxation department, before, um, you know, w- if, if, if your partner... Didn't you know you guys were a de facto? No, I, but oh, I've not been. I thought it would be like two or three years. Okay, but so the government you says don't. if you go out with a girl for three months, boom, you're de facto. Yep. Damn. That's so, so, so again, oh, you know, again, this is something we want to get rid of. We want to say it's up to the couple to make a declaration yeah, to the state oh, that this is our relationship. This is how it's defined. Because no, the next person I meet who's like, oh, I've just met this girl. It's probably been going out for like four months now. I'll be like, boom, you're de facto in the eyes of the law. Yep. Yeah, yeah, what a downer you are, Fred. <laughs> so, I, oh, I could well, be great. Right, okay, so Fred, Fred probably does have a de facto... Congratulations! ...de facto partner, but obviously... America doesn't do... Campbell, who has, hey. I assume, a life partner and has a child... Yeah, I've got a de facto partner. But too. you're not married. No, we're not. Does he have any... Does he have more rights than someone in a homosexual relationship, de facto relationship? No. You see, this is this is where John Howard got really, really nasty mm. because he changed the law to say gay people couldn't get married, but he was always fully willing to give them de facto status because yeah. then, then they're captured. Then a couple is captured for the purposes of tax mm. and yeah, their yeah. tax liability uh, is great. So, so when um, Kevin Rudd came in and abolished all the other... 69 forms of discrimination in Commonwealth laws against um, homosexual couples. Um, he actually made it worse for gay... Made it, He extended more rights, but that captured more responsibilities for gay people. Mm. So, for example, youth allowance. If you're living with someone, your youth allowance was, was assessed differently in those mm. days, right? Mm. But it never took into account gay couples. Mm-hmm. But then when Kevin Rudd changed the law to remove that discrimination, suddenly it captured gay couples. Mm-hmm. So then they were down at Centrelink, they're asking, oh, well, this person you're living with, um, are you in a relationship with them? Every time it was someone in a, two people of the same sex, mm-hmm. whereas they only used to ask that if it was people of opposite sexes. Yeah, yeah. So... Because in America, going? it's a lot more important because they don't have that de facto... They don't. Yeah. They don't. Who, who doesn't have de facto? The de US, facto status is not US. presumed automatically in America. Yeah, so, that no, for them, marriage is really important but because they don't get rights. You can't visit your partner in the hospital if they're in an accident. If Did you just watch Philadelphia? Uh, no, I was listening to the podcast. Look, I, I think of the situation... I mean, I'm not an expert on America, but yeah. I imagine it would be different in different states. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, but, so what's but, a common law marriage then? Because you're saying de facto and common law are equivalent, but now you're saying there's no such thing as de, de facto. Common law is the common law is the term they use in in Canada and and in the United States for de facto. Oh, okay. Definitely in Canada, um, like a, a common law marriage. It's it's not a real marriage. It's it's before the law. It's it's a presumption. Oh, okay. So it's it's where the the law makes a lot of presumptions, and that's that's one of them. If you've been living together with someone, cohabitating. 
for a certain period of time, you make the presumption that you're a married couple. Hmm. Okay. It's a bit presumptuous. Not even grandmas do that. The law likes making presumptions, Fred. Otherwise, just have a lot of people flouting tax and responsibilities to children and all these other legal um, responsibilities because they're not technically married. Because they haven't actually done it in a church. You shouldn't do it in a church, I think. (laughs) Sacrilegious? Sacrilegious. Tell us about this lady, Matt, that you're going to move to Paris with. No, the south of France. France. Can you? She's very beautiful. She's Belgian. She runs marathons. Very svelte figure. Ticks Mm. a lot of my boxes as far as ladies go. I'm not often willing to turn. (laughs) Okay. but, But every now and then someone really... Terms. And she has this. She has this de facto partner who I think is. Um, I think maybe her beard. Oh, what does that? What does that mean? I think he might be a fag. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's hanging out with her just to yep. give the impression? Mm, mm. Oh, this is this is the um, this is the this is what people have put out there. Mm. This is what people have put out there, and and and. I don't want I don't want her to cry him because he's he's a wonderful guy, and so is she. But you know they've been at parties and my my um, ex lesbian friend was sussing her out and going, "Yep, definitely, I smell ex- homosexuality." <laughs> <laughs> but but this woman she tells me like this is this is the whole thing, and I'm thinking, wow, like I would be asking you out if you didn't have this beard. Really? Yeah, really. Well, I was like, I was to the point where I was like, I'm sexually attracted to you. What have I got to lose? Oh, nothing. Why not just go for it? You know, I I don't want for any sort of picture-perfect thing, Fred. So, for me, it's just all about experimentation and increasing my life experience. Feels good. So, I thought, why not? But then... You know, and then and then the killer thing was she was like, Yeah, I was in a relationship with a woman for five years before I was with this guy. I was just like, Okay, so if I'm bisexual and you're definitely bisexual, it could probably definitely work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was okay. even it was okay. even more like So the killer thing was wait, so yeah, that the made killer, it was the killer a thing, thing was she she was previously a lesbian. They so made it more more likely or less I think likely so, that yeah. she'd potentially Why? fuck but, a gay guy. Yeah. But if you're fucking her, I think you're yeah. <laughs> Fred is all fluid. No, he's saying it's a good fluidity in my world. Okay, it's. He was saying yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, I know, but uh, I don't. Know, I don't understand. But anyway. your head looks like it's spinning off its shoulder. <laughs> I would have thought. Would have thought <laughs> it's your British. If you're as a guy coming out. You'd, no, as a guy. Okay, we no. Say, as a guy, you'd want the best chance you'd have would be someone who was totally attracted to guys. So she's maximally oh. attracted to you. But now she's saying, oh, I'm 50% attracted to women, 50% attracted to guys. So it's like you're halving the amount of <laughs> attraction that she has towards you. The possibly. mathematics. Yeah, it's the, the mathematics. Isn't but it? maybe it signifies that she has a high sex drive and she's willing to fuck anything, Fred. <laughs> maybe, maybe, it, maybe it I'm means really that, you know, the, the chances of were just expanded, that the field of opportunity was increased, you know? Because she she's up for anything. Yeah. All right. Flexible, fluid, willing to go anywhere, <laughs> do anyone. Has she moved back to France? Is that no, is no, that no, a no. is that is that a like a feature? Not a feature. What fluid? Fred, fluidity is a is that a big part of being LGBTI? Gay? LGBTI, yeah. See, we're getting good at saying it. 
We should have an LGBTI corner. Oh, I'll start one up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone, so you can start all the LGBTI cables as gone as you want. Fred, you have to think of... I read... I, it, it actually got me think. This was a, a year or a year and a half ago. And I, it actually got me thinking so much. I, I read a book about bisexuality, and... Was it called The Omnivore's Dilemma? <laughs> it wasn't called The Omnivore's Dilemma. <laughs> is that a book? Or you... That is a book. Oh, okay. But it's about, it's about being an omnivore. <laughs> but I thought it was appropriate. Um, although I, although I, did get a, I did get a complimentary menorah, this Hanukkah, and, and then I got a book from the shop that's <laughs> called Twice Blessed on Being Gay, <laughs> Lesbian, and Jewish. <laughs> But I was reading this book, and, and it actually, t- the, 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 fu- the, the founding theorem is that sexuality exists on a scale. So, you're no- very few people are exclusively heterosexual or exclusively homosexual. Most people are somewhere in between, you know? And so, if, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being homosexual and 10 being heterosexual, 5 would be your, your classic bisexual, yep. who has sex with both sexes and relationships with both sexes. If you say, you know, closer towards the heterosexual end of the spectrum, well, maybe you've kissed someone of the same sex a couple of times, but you haven't actually fucked anyone of the same sex and you've only had relationships with people of the opposite sex and the same if you're like me further down the homosexual end of the spectrum but most people are not exclusively at one end or or another and i think Mm. that's i think that's pretty pretty accepted theory Mm. Maybe you can explore that further Fred. future I'll LGBTI just, corners. I was just thinking that, yeah. Fred. I think so, I think. If, so um, you're saying that if you wanted to have... <laughs> if you were heterosexual... Fred, he's no. just like... Oh, I can give you bearing here. I just <laughs> but couldn't your logic work for a heterosexual guy? If she's like, I'm also bi, you're kind of saying she's a little bit loose and up for anything, that as a heterosexual guy, you'd have a better chance as well? That's what you're saying? You've been all these chances. You're going back to the, you know, the nice guy thing. I mean, I think it's more just about human connection. Yeah, more, Fred. Oh, you sound well, like a nice and, guy, and, man. And, this and, is LGBTI corner. You know, and, a higher, and sexual spark. And, you a know. high chance of having sex with her. Because <laughs> she's a oh. little So you're saying that as a gay guy that... Because she's also a lesbian, she might have sex with you, even though you gay doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. But that's, that's a whole other story. I mean, but I'm saying that you're has, saying she's a bit loose, so she might be more. Up I for mean, anything. she has a healthy, open, you know, a pr- productive sexuality. You know, that's willing to propagate new relationships, left, right, James, and centre. So you, you do agree on every it, aspect you do of agree that. Totally what you said would work that core, for. A heterosexual Stop guy. what you're doing. <laughs> what have you done? So James is penetrating the cork <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you lo- For some, somehow you, buzz, you managed you buzz to make that. the cork. Yeah. I'm opening a... Sorry, I'm opening a... Uh, what was that? He's buzzwilling it. You know, Troy bull. Buzzwell sniffed a chair seat. <laughs> oh. So from now on, if you sniff the cog, it's called Buzzwelling it. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Buzzwell. Um, yeah, I'm opening a 12-year-old bottle of wine, so there's a good chance that it's corked. Crap. And it doesn't smell so... The cork doesn't smell so good. And do you have a blender? But I'll let it breathe. It. I'll let it breathe. 
put, blend it. Remember the experiment we <laughs> yeah, did? Yeah, it worked. Oh, that's right. And it worked. Yep, thank you. That's the experiment. Blending wine using like a hand mixer. All oh, right, that's right. You mixing wand, a blending wand. You need a better word. I think like enhanced aeration or accelerated aeration. Accelerated aeration. Okay. Yeah. Sounds but you just you blend it essentially. <laughs> you aerate it. But it's it's just the principle of aeration, and it made the wine. Everyone agreed better. It was really shitty wine. <laughs> like, this is like a That's box the of thing. wine. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, but we can think about. But it's like I mean, it's it was, like taking a three dollar box idea, of wine Campbell. up to a four dollar bottle of wine. Oh, so, <laughs> blend a box of wine. <laughs> Sell it pre-blended. <laughs> no, it has to be done on the no, spot. It has to be done. It's, it's, like, like, then it it's like decanting into a carafe. It just allows the the wine to breathe and aerate. I, I prefer to aerate with a blender. That's what I need. That's why wine wanks get their glass and like spin it round and yeah. you know get a carafe, James. They're Smell not the pepper. To get. I had them, but they've disappeared. you smashed them all, didn't you? Were you doing no. experiments on with drunkenness? <laughs> um, I like yeah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> seat. Sorry, what? I'm peeling myself off it. Oh, right. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a Don Donnelly River Cabernet Sauvignon from Pemberton. Pemberton. Sounds like a really desertous region. No, oh, that's where the Gloucester tree is. It's, it's all I've been to Donnelly River. There's lots of rabbits. Last I'll time. tell you where I went when I was <laughs> down south. And if if you're down there, I, I almost meant to tell you to take your um, young one there. Where to? To Gnomesville. Have you been to Gnomesville? No, I saw someone posting photos of Gnomesville. I didn't realise where it was. They put it on Instagram and I had no idea where Gnomesville was. It's down south. It's near where my folks have their their little farm down there. Yeah. And it it started with one gnome in protest on this roundabout 20 years ago. And now, I had no idea. My folks were always going on about this Gnomesville. And I thought it was like a couple of hundred gnomes on the side of the street. There must be 10,000 gnomes (laughs) in the bush. And they're... Some, you know, some, a lot of them are just store-bought gnomes yeah. with, you know, a whole family or a whole cricket team or a whole little old ladies club have just written their name on each of the gnomes and put yeah. them in a little box or put them on a little, in a little shed or a little house they've constructed or whatever. But there were some really cool ones. There's oh. the Astroga gnome. Who's in, a sp- who's in this, like, spacecraft that stands about this? <laughs> and there's people who've brought gnomes from America and from all over Europe. Oh. There's Gnomi Campbell, who's been, who's been painted black when she's got, like, horse hair, like, proper hair. <laughs> I found two transvestite gnomes, a couple of cross-dressing ones. <laughs> it is so cool. I only... Where is this? Next time I'm down. It's I'm in the, it's It's down south. Oh. Near where my folks had their farm. Oh, okay. They'd always been going on about it. I'd ne- I had no it's idea. Like, it's it was like so a, big. a, a U- U-Bend, a cul-de-sac, isn't it? No? It was, it's, no, it's it's near a roundabout, but they've, they've sort of merged it into the bush. Yeah. And there's little paths, and they're all arranged. Oh, wow. and yeah, definitely going next time. People, people go there and, and put a gnome. Yeah, I'll make a gnome. Bring it I've down. got a gnome you can borrow. Remember we bought that mo- gnome borrow. with the pineapples? <laughs> Fred was just gesturing, making the hand of uh, making the gesture of cupping enormous breasts when he said that. I think that's um, what was well the the idea was. I don't remember buying a gnome with you. Uh, well, Sorry, it's been in the backyard for about ten years. Yeah. Do you remember my sexy gnome? 
the one that my my grandmother made with the, with the <laughs> enormous breasts, and she was the breasts were so large that she fell over and broke her head. <laughs> what? Bubarella? Yes, I do. People people occasionally commented that there was a physical likeness to Elena. <laughs> <laughs> Not on account of the breasts, but more on account of the nose. That's even more <laughs> That's not going in feminist corner. No, that's Or not- LGBTI. Oh, no. We're not putting it in either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Dear me. Well, my nan and I had quite a discussion about that gnome the other day. Because, oh. Yeah. Because the original thing was, she made a male gnome who just looks so fucking smitten with himself. <laughs> She the, put huge the other ladies, no, the other ladies at pottery class said, "Well, what's he so happy about? You better make him a lady." <laughs> she made him this lady no enormous knockers. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, science corner, Fred. What have you bought for us? Science corner, Fred. Are you going to do an experiment? No. Um, he usually brings a bit of science news. In theory, he brings a bit of science news. How many science That's news? That's the theory. Oh, there's some of the science news I can steal off James. Yeah, yeah. these James's science news. <laughs> well, then I can you nothing. read it out? Uh, they've found a solar system just 12 light years away that has all the right ingredients for a Goldilocks planet. Not too far away, not too close. What's just a Goldilocks right. planet? Um, the Earth is a Goldilocks planet because we're not too far right, away from the okay. sun. To be right cold, not conditions. too close to be mercury and burning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the Goldilocks right. zone. I've never heard that term before. It was very sweet. So that's what they're looking for. They're looking for. They've found lots of other stars that have planets going around them, but they need to find planets that are in the Goldilocks zone. That are. However, I, w- whenever they talk about these things, I have to say our concept of what life, what constitutes life, is very narrow band. Mm-hmm. Because we've got things living at the bottom of the ocean, you know, without any access to sunlight. Mm. And, you know, we've got liquid oceans and we've got, uh, you know, vents and things, gas vents. And, but, you know, life could mm. be anywhere. So, this notion of a Goldilocks well, planet, water, I think, is, which is... Well, if you've got liquid hydrogen, water, right? yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. But mm. I think this notion of a Goldilocks planet is sort of a, a fallacy. Mm. Do you agree? Where are you going? Do you know what I mean? I, don't yeah, know. I mean, I, I, they I think that agree. there might be life on Europa, which is out near Jupiter. Yeah, but that's that a, that's a liquid. Methane? It's got liquid. I think no, you need it's, liquid. It's just an ice planet. But it's got a it's got an ice crust with a liquid core. Doesn't Where it? they think there's an ocean underneath. Yeah. The ice. So I think that's viable. Mm-hmm. Why not? And don't they yeah. think that Mars was once liquid? A Goldilocks type planet that that was able to support some sort of life. Possibly, don't they yeah. think that but there were there were there was some sort of water systems well, on Mars at some stage? Yeah, I mean, there's all, all sorts of factors. I mean, the, the thing is that the, the the theories I think of the Europe Europa life is that the the tidal force of Jupiter, Jupiter. Uh, compress and decompress Europa, so the the oceans the ice melts underneath, and that keeps the planet warm enough to yeah because it doesn't get enough light from the sun from. There's Earth. a different one though. Some other moon. I did like a year ten project on it or something. Not even that. It's the first year uni. Um, that has liquid, liquid uh, hydrocarbons all over it. Io maybe, Titan. Io is like a volcano planet. Yeah, so it's got like rivers of methane. But then no, it's very I think, very I think cold. Of Titan. Titan's a methane planet. Uh, okay, it's also yeah, very very a few only a few degrees above absolute zero. So hmm. things just take too long. But then I guess 
just because they take a long time for us doesn't mean they take a long time. Well, I mean, you're looking at things like stromatolites, which exist on massive timescales mm. that we can't comprehend. No, but it's more like the the reactions oh, okay. take so long to digest food takes 100 years mm. or whatever it is. That, oh, okay. that life is, like, ridiculous, you know. Now, obviously, if we, we would have to... To get there in 12 years, we'd have to travel at the speed of light, right, Fred? But even getting there yep. at half is, the speed of light... And, like, some of the bad. probes we've sent out to, mm, to planets in the outer solar system have taken 16 years to get there. Yeah, they're going nowhere near the speed of like, light. Like, that one that's going to Pluto is taking, like, 16 years or something, isn't it? Yeah, probably. probably. Um, so, that, 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 that time spans a reasonable amount... But how close can we get to the speed of light? So can we do it in half the speed of light and get there in twenty four years? You mean theoretically, or like well, how with close today's are technology? We yeah, yeah. Theoretically, without having to bend space time and all that crap. Theoretically, you can get arbitrary close to the speed of light. Like they have. Could we go there twenty four years, twenty four back, forty eight years back to send a message back so that people in one lifetime could see if there's anything on the other side? Yeah. If you could go at the speed of light, it takes half an, the speed of light. Yeah, it takes an enormous amount of energy, though. That's all it takes. So but you probably is put half it, the speed of light still really hard. Yes. Have you ever gone half the speed of light? No, but they have. They can make atom- subatomic particles go ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the speed. Well, could of we light. have a nano satellite? Yeah, but a nano probe that got get, that what gets accelerated to human it. organic matter when they go that speed well you want a person to go nothing back. yeah the what if their whole life was just like well god there was nothing <laughs> yeah. time to head back <laughs> that would be so depressing those people just sit at their computer doing nothing all the time <laughs> oh. <laughs> are you volunteering James <laughs> I probably would the give, me, give me the history of books on the on DVD and I'll go yeah. so the fastest ever <laughs> spacecraft I'll just send back You'd emails. Become a blob that that, that yeah. wouldn't be able to, you know, have use of your legs or your. I'm limbs. pretty much that now. Oh, you are not. You've been using your fit suppository. Oh, right. yeah. Getting buff. Yeah. Haven't you? Yeah. Because you need to get work done. Yeah. Got to get done. Uh, the fastest ever spacecraft, apparently, according to the internet, goes at when at fifteen point three kilometers per second. Whoa. That's Speed of light's 300,000 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how much more? A lot more. That more. 15, 300,000 divided by 15. Yeah, but do you, <laughs> so uh, do you have 10,000 Is there stuff that we could have, could have if there was a commercial viability to make it now to go 300,000? Mm, Half I of that. So, what, 150,000 kilometers a second? That's still 100 thousand times ten thousand <laughs> times faster than we currently we yeah but currently all we do to get that speed is boost a rocket up and do some gravity swings yeah i think you'd have to put a massive nuclear reactor on a on a spaceship and yeah. just go nuts <laughs> absolutely nuts Fred, can, why, why are you in colorado come back in two years and tell us the answer to this question like, i'll look into that i'll put it on the list <laughs> just ask around the office at the water yeah. cooler just be like hey well, if one you place, guys ever tried to go to as fast as the speed of light? <laughs> <laughs> laughing. I got a oh, I got a Jeep Cherokee down in the car. Fuck, I want <laughs> The other thing I heard people talking about is like if you had a powerful enough telescope and aimed it at one of these planets, right? You could see what's happening, like, and can, you know get a Google map of the surface of the Earth. Twelve years ago, and it'd be twelve. You're looking twelve years back in time, right? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think there's some fundamental limits, though. But I might be wrong about that. In terms of what you can resolve yeah. from a million, million miles away. Because everything sort of spreads out and just goes a bit fuzzy. Okay, but don't they have optical correction and all that stuff to No, I'm sure there's, sure there's like some fundamental limit, some quantum limit where you can't no, say where Because I saw it on from. CSI Miami where they had a picture <laughs> and they asked the guy to enhance the image a thousand percent and he did it. And he yeah. says that button, enhance. Yeah, well, enhance. And enhance. it just made... It was all blurry at first and then it was like... And they were like, look at the reflection in that guy's wristwatch. That is a truly great supercut. That is one of the best supercuts. It's all Probably the enhances. Is, yeah. What is a terrible supercut is that Madman Watt, because now I... No, I love that supercut. Now, whenever he says what in the show, it takes me out of the... So, it's just because it was it was so good that it ruined it for you. Yeah, but what does it achieve? What? It doesn't achieve... <laughs> that supercut of the all the CSIs going in ants shows how crap those shows are and actually cheese on no, it. But it shows how much teaches- Don Draper pulls out of the one word. Yeah, yeah it's a, the emotional range of that one word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. I think it's his acting. It's his showreel yeah. for the actor. <laughs> if he's got an audition, he just goes, <laughs> watch, wow. watch, what? Watch should I do so what? On Funny or Die, they should make like, a video of John Hamm using that as his showreel. They should. You yeah. should pitch that to them. Wow. We should make a showreel out of it. What's his Twitter address? Let's tweet him. Hang around. So what about Matt? Hair? I'll stir Matt up. So Matt. too close to home, Fred. How's the... Um, Everest prep. Oh, going. you want to know about? <laughs> oh, so you know it's going to come up eventually. And that is the other side of the bet that Fred had. His uh, two bets he's made in life about smoking his uh, diploma. And that wasn't a bet. Oh, the what? <laughs> no whispering on the podcast. <laughs> We're just prepping something for later. Um, so, Fred, you're ribbing Matt. I'm. I'm just staring at Matt. So, in. We were, what, 14 years old? Fred, you can't even remember when we made this bet. Oh. It was so long ago now. I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to ascertain its veracity. To be totally frank with you. This is, oh, this is a classic play this from is Matt. sounding like First, backpedaling. Claim it never I, I can't recollect. And the, the, next, the next thing will be there's some technicality about why it doesn't work. Well, he wasn't a law student for nothing, Fred. <laughs> Me and Matt made a bet that he would climb Mount Everest before he was 30. We're pushing 28 now. We probably made this bet when we were 29. We're more than 28 Oh, you'll be 29, Liz thought I was 30 today. (laughs) Oh, what about the bet? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Liz. I'm not 30 yet. So you got a year. Less than. Less than. That Matt would climb... uh, I would ascend the summit. To the base. No, just base camp. No, it was not. I thought I I downgraded it. Running it down. You want me to run it back up? What down, Matt? To uh, climb the mountain. Anything about it? The um. If I'd known he'd run it down that far, I could have whittled it down further, couldn't I? (laughs) Mount Sterling. Oh, we did that, didn't we? Um, to climb Mount Everest. Before Matt's 30, or he has to pay me the value of 500 Coca-Colas. 500 Coca-Colas, yes. The value of it, I don't know. Mm, mm. I've, I was, cons- I've, I have been thinking about it, Fred. <laughs> You've been saving your money. <laughs> <laughs> what dem- size Coca-Colas? 600 mil. 600 mil. mil. Yeah. That's how as, you know, mere 
11-year-old tweet managed to account for inflation. That was a good idea. We were very smart. You were smarter than me because I knew we'd get fat and old. Look. What do you want to know, Fred? Do you want an outright admission that it's not going to happen? or I want you to steal your resolve and talk it up. That you're going to get there. For the listener, we made this bet when a bottle of Coca-Cola was about $2 at a local shop. It's now three three twenty three at Woolworths. That's Woolworths, and that's a good price. So how many five hundred? You're forgetting the condition that it was from the con- that was from the yeah. service station. That's price. more expensive. Yeah, yeah. that's probably more like yeah. four dollars. Holy yeah. crap! That's like four ninety five. James said no. He's got his finger yeah. on the pulse of. So server. I owe you what two and a half thousand dollars, Fred? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm never gonna pay. You. Yeah, I know you're not gonna pay that. But I was considering, I was actually thinking about it today because I knew you'd bring it up. <laughs> I knew I'd I was thinking well. of I was thinking of raising the stakes. <laughs> oh, double or nothing. Wow. I'm buying myself a decade. <laughs> but I didn't think you'd go for it. No. Do it. Do it. Double, double or nothing, nothing for another ten years. Climb Everest before you're 40. Or... No, climb Everest twice before your foot is double. <laughs> twice. I could die the first time. You know that. And nothing to worry about. Because for years I thought, well, if I just get to base camp, I'll tell Fred to fuck off. <laughs> I would have accepted that for sure. Well, it's the, it's more the effort. Well, I'm 29. There's still, you know, just less than a year to go, Fred. You never know. You never know. It's not over till the fact. There might be sees. some. There might be some LGBTI issues that you could get go on a junket over there <laughs> <laughs> to Nepal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the LGBTI. Maybe, maybe I'll go to Nepal for my thirtieth birthday. I ne- I'm looking for something to do, you know, because I have to. Well, this is calling. I out. have. To, I have to escape all of my. It's a yeah. good place. Mm. Well, this is the perfect thing. Go sit at the maybe foot I'll, of Mount Everest. Maybe I'll try and get to base camp. And, yep. you know, take it in. And then, yeah, then i got to pay. Oh, <laughs> does he have to pay? There's a bet, right? If he doesn't do it. If he does it, i got to pay. I've never thought about you having to pay it. Yeah, yeah. no, I never thought about Fred having to pay. That's been the insulting thing. No, but hold on. If it's, if it's what, almost... Well, let's say it's $3.50 and it's 500 So what? It's like... Fifteen hundred bucks, or over fifteen hundred bucks, right? Yeah. How much oh, would it cost you to of, get to Nepal? Oh, lots more than that. <laughs> How much more though? It would almost pay for the trip to Nepal. Surely, a ticket would cost what, I, like under a, gra- like, a grand? No, they're they're not. I don't think so. Because it's no one flies to Nepal. Basically, look, Fred. The thing you've got to consider is. Do you, you've had, you, by the time I'm 30, you will have had, you know, almost 20 years of berating me about it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you really, do you really want to lose out? Do you no. really want me to berate you for the rest of your life? That you had to pay me out if I actually do it. <gasps> That's what you have to consider. You know, there is a downside Ooh. to winning this. Yeah, but I get two and a half grand as well. Oh, what do you <laughs> no, fucking no. do? Like, no, I was never going to collect chance, the money. I, well, 
I'm, I'm just, oh, basically. Fred, you always pike out on your beds. I'm just going to gloat. Gonna I'm going to gloat for another 20 years. The glory of gloating is worth so much more. Like, so what? You're going to drag this thing out over like 40 years? It'll never end, Cal. <laughs> we all met. Never ending story. So are we going to get this this pronunciation live on the podcast, or we have to come back next year? That what Matt's? No, it's not over till it's over. It's not over. Yeah, it's not over till the 27th of December. No, but are you going to do the double or nothing now? Oh, yeah. No. Do you want to raise the stakes, Fred? No. <laughs> I'd be a sucker, wouldn't I? It's a lock. <laughs> Matt, do it. Blow us all out the Look, water. I'm, I'm, Look, I'm happy to go up to the value of... How much How much were we... It was 15... Uh, 500. So $2 go, a pop. I'm happy to go up to the value of 1,000 Coca-Colas if you give me till I'm 40. No, I already know your plan. You told it to me ago. You're such a pussy. <laughs> Now, Fred made another bet, yeah. or a deal, no, more uh, so, I f- and I the deal comment. was to uh, smoke up his diploma I remember that as a joint. Now, um, then it was extended to his PhD. Once you receive your PhD, then you would smoke up your diploma. Yeah? I had some songs on shuffle today, and this one came up, or yesterday, I and I think this might be the origin of it. This this this. Oh, I hope so. This is a uh, YouTube video. Oh, let's have a listen. So this is a track by MC Frontalot. It could get elevated. Who we used to listen to a lot yeah. when we were still. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word MCs shied away from belief Rest assured they sleep hard No longer we deliver the hits To give the kids with the spectacle spectacular fits I seen one nerd foam at the mouth in his glee He was me in the mirror rhyming Brushing my teeth And now the easy wheeze off Don't babble 300 bar I get no error while compiling my rhyme The slip chart rap stylings of the hip kids Continue to vex to get sex Money power but the jams are like flecks of sea foam Against the great reef of my boredom I seen them trying to act cool Ignore them scored some Geeked out beats and the mic, some jugglers I kick it with. Don't even know why rap is alright. Cause soon the whole nerd corp will congregate. And culmination of the monkey go wing off caught date. Nerd corp will rise up, it could get elevated. We consider the possibleness of this not overstated. And I know that possibleness is not a crumb in a word Every syllable injected is intended to be the one you heard An absurd juxtaposition of mission and goal Front a lot about to roll is the coma Up tight and smoke it Nerd boys about to <laughs> Wait, sit sorry, there Sorry, I was listening <laughs> 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 the smart kids Oh, what? <laughs> It is intended to be the one you heard An absurd juxtaposition of mission and Here we goal go. Front a lot about to roll is the coma Up tight and smoke it Nerd <laughs> I am sure Sounds about I am right. positive That uh, that would have been We would have heard that The song's not familiar But We would have heard that in high school uh, 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 Sorry <laughs> We would have heard that at Levers or at some point, and Fred would have gone, yep, that's what I'm going to do with my diploma. Look, to be honest with you, Campbell, I'm less familiar with the song as I am with Fred's declaration <laughs> that <laughs> he was going to roll up his uh, his diploma. Uptight and, and, and smoke yeah, it. I believe that's what fat Fred's doobie. That's exactly what I remember. A massive, He was going to get yep. a Z and make a big Cheech yep. and Chong style yep. do yep. of it. And now Fred's back and he's going, I was going to rip a corner off. Do we need to talk about <laughs> 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 like a pansy? I don't think so. 
That is not the Dr. Baines I know. No. Uh, his excuse is, oh, I might need need a copy of it to, to send to a thing. And I was like, exactly a copy. We can copy it before you smoke it. And then you have the digital copy, which is all they want. They don't need to see the original. No one asked for the original certificate. I have a scanner, Fred. We'll scan it in. Uh, now, I think no. this wine <laughs> is unsavable. I haven't tasted it yet, but if you want to... Ooh. It smells like sherry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it smells like hangover. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's disappointing. It's the first one that's failed. Did, did you make it uh, yourself? No, but I, I built up a, a, a cellar while I was working at BWS. Whoa. Mm. And now they're all 10 years vinegary. old that I'm drinking them, and this is the first. The other ones have been okay. So, if you're cellaring a uh, Donnelly River Pemberton Cabernet Sauvignon for 2001... Um, You've been supposed <laughs> to sell it? Um, get rid of it. <laughs> it ain't. Oh, it tastes all right. I'm it sure it's alcoholic. sherry out of it. Yeah. Mm, um, it now, do you guys know what a litigon is? Uh, is it a cross between a liger... Tastes better than it smells. ...tiger... Barely. ...and a... <laughs> Gopher. <laughs> no. Uh, but you're on the right ball. Hybrid animals. I think I'll stick to it. Hybrid yeah. cats. Do you want to be a is, uh, is that what Hybrid big are? cats. Oh, God. That's Am I, are you asking me to yeah, guess again? Well, a liger is a cross between uh, a, a lion and a, a tiger. Oh, is a tiglon... Well, because they have... They Didn't usually they? take the name from the male that mated, didn't they? A liger. Yeah, so, so a, li- a, t- uh, a liger is a... Male, a male lion what? and a female tiger. And a tiglon is a male tiger and a female yeah. lion. Yeah. And a litigon is where you get a, a, a tiglon. And made it with a ligon? And no, and just made it with a regular lion. Oh. A male lion. People are doing this on purpose, though. Yeah. They this want, is an accident. They're trying to make it rarer and rarer. You know, they, to until they get the an value. albino one, and then they'll be like, yeah. "Well, fuck me." Yeah. It's not a so if you just breed them into, so if you put lions and tigers in the same thing, you just end up with some mix. Well, yeah, mm. end up with a lion or a tiger. But they're different species. Tiger. How can they cross? No, they're close enough that they're they close can. enough. But like is, donkey, but the child's not a donkey born and sterile. A horse, but then uh, the resulting yeah. So some is species no, are yeah, yeah, born sterile mm. in certain orders, but that's not obviously because the ligons having kids and making ligon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it weird. depends on the order that you do it. Oh. You know, I I don't know. I think ligers can have... Ligers can't have children, but tiglons can. Because of the tiglon is a male tiger. You know, it, it all depends on the order that you do it. But what is the most common hybrid animal out there that's extremely useful? A mule. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know this until I was looking at hybrid animals. I it's wanted... a donkey and a horse. Yeah, I didn't even know this. And, and they're, they're, they're sterile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why are they useful? Because they're, in- they're incredibly powerful and strong and well behaved and everything. I think they just get the best qualities of horses and donkeys. Yeah. And they breed them just for one-off uses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they're totally wicked. Wow. See, I. This is something I what? knew. Who bangs who? Female donkey? Male donkey. Male horse, I reckon. Oh, sets his standards lows and has sex with a donkey. 
But I guess you technically can get it. It's a hype thing, I think. Speaking of hybrids, I saw a quintessential Eurasian woman. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> um, her name was Kim. She was very hot. And she was using her hotness to get where she was. Oh, we've combined it. Yeah. Misogyny as well, James. I'm linking it all together, man. I'm linking the it all together. Oh, threads yeah. of tonight are coming together. Wow. This is like you beautiful. planned it. <laughs> Oh, God. A mule is the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse. Yeah, I know what you're wondering, James. <laughs> you're wondering a Eurasian steroid. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can hear the cogs in your head ticking over. Uh, and there's a hinny. Oh, what's that? What's the opposite? opposite. Uh, hinny is a domestic equine hybrid. There's the offspring of a male horse and a female donkey. Um... I thought the uh, I thought a mule was a female donkey. What, what was it again? No, what was it? What, uh, a hinny is a male horse and a female donkey. So a mule a, is a, a a female horse and a male donkey. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And there's these people out there who are doing the same thing with zebras. So you just get they're breeding zebras into horses, so the horses get stripes. Just for the hell of it. What really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, in Mexico, sometimes they paint donkeys with zebras <laughs> for carnivals. Uh, a zorse. A zebra and a horse. A zorse. A zorse. I remember I went on a wiki binge about hybrid animals once. Yeah, well, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I report yeah. my Because you like go, whoa, whoa, and you freak out and they yeah. all link to each other. It's brilliant. I didn't even know. I've, I thought a mule was just like a donkey, but different. Different name for a donkey. Um, so are they always sterile? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're applying when they say you're a drug mule, that you're somewhat sterile? No, it means you're carrying no. a shitload of yeah. stuff across borders. When they say you're a drug donkey. No, because you're the best. You're like a mule. <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment, James. Yeah. Um, North Korea has found, supposedly found evidence of a unicorn. No, you I read that this? article too. Yeah. It's not what they were saying. In a cave somewhere? I, the article I read was that... Okay, so... It's like they said they found the city of Bethlehem. So, they're not saying that they found, like, the house that Jesus was born in. But they're saying they found the city that this myth was based in. So, they found... There was, like, a myth about... There was a real place and a myth about this place. And they found the real place. The Iron Air, uh, Iron Iron that's says, my understanding no, of it. the North Korean government did not claim it found evidence of unicorns. Oh. Typical South Korean spinning it. Mm. Maybe the North um, Koreans actually did find a unicorn. I think that's my understanding. I could be wrong. I mean, yes. that is my understanding. But While North Korea's claim is about a place called Kirungul, which translates to Kirin's Grotto, the government wasn't claiming to have found proof of existence of the Mipolis, but what they are claiming still raises a few archaeological eyebrows. Namely, that the site had already been found, like, decades earlier, hadn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> Sorry, am I totally killing it? In a bad way. Um, have you guys heard of the suicide roller coaster? Yes. No. This guy designed a roller coaster that you do so many Gs that it it's a cool way to die. Did he actually design it? Did he actually make it, you mean? Because it looks to me like he just kind of, like... Drew it on a piece of paper. 
<laughs> and was like, "That's designing." No, but he just like Jordan was like, "That'll probably kill." You someone. mean, <laughs> like, you mean, did he engineer it or? Yeah, that's exactly. Did he engineer it? Did he just? Yeah. See, this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, do the circles get tighter and tighter? Yeah, smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do more and more G's until you pass out, and then you eventually die. Your body rips apart or something. Maybe he engineered it. Nah, he didn't engineer it. I didn't read the article. I just saw the picture. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all he wants you to see. <laughs> it looks like it could but kill surely you. surely some element of design takes place. Like, I need to hit this amount of Gs to get the pass out thing. There's probably a roller coaster like, simulator Death that you guy. could just go <laughs> yeah. and just be like... And it says, you sh- you can't exceed this height, otherwise you'll exceed this Gs. And he yeah. just went like, yeah, fuck it. No, man. look at it. It looks like it's just a boring. It doesn't even have a scale. Big. <laughs> That's big what he means. <laughs> yeah. The bigger, the more it'll kill you. In fact, if the peak just went up until the into the atmosphere, it was thin enough that <laughs> the, there was enough oxygen to survive. You could just go up, 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 and then you die. Well, you just have a go up, 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 and then the roller coaster ends, right? And you just yeah fall off and hit the ground. <laughs> this is the the things I've cool. added to my notes while I was trying to be in control under vodka. So when you were drunk. Um, could you imagine if cats used the internet (laughs) it'd be lol humans (laughs) yeah yeah it'd be funny gifts of us I I must have actually had something some kind of gist in my head that was better than lol humans to write that down what are you trying (laughs) trying to say my ideas (laughs) shit (laughs) Uh, no Um, what would society be like in a VR world exactly like this well, don't isn't, even know. Isn't, isn't the answer like there's how, not enough information um, in that note to how you mean virtual reality? Or would it just be like World of Warcraft? Yeah, how World of Warcraft and um, Second Life and all those things have sort of evolved. I also invented a new wheel- word, uh, surrealiness. <laughs> surrealiness. <laughs> what was the surrealiness for the man who walked on the moon? Oh, right. How surreal did it feel? Yeah. What of... was the surrealiness? Because you, you're going to, like... Like, I know technically it's a moon, but you're sort of going to another planet. Yeah, well, it is. And it's the closest... It's another astral body. And it's the closest for... On a scale of how close it is, it is way more close than anything else. Like, Mars is like... I'm sure if you measure it out well, on you can a see the tennis Great court or something, Mars would be on, in the next... City compared to, oh yeah, moon. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you go there, and it's just this like blank place that there's no atmosphere, and you put your foot down. It, it's kind of like the if you're thinking of yourself making a map of a virtual map, like in a Quake level editor, you just put a little platform out. Side of the regular map, and you're out there, and you're just, standing on it. This is your <laughs> analogy you could come up with for the moon is if you made a quake level editor and you put small platforms so far away, no one could ever reach it. And for hundreds of thousands of years, players would yearn to reach that platform. And They'd then make wh- up myths yeah. about it until finally someone went up there with a little bu- moon buggy and did yeah. some burnouts. Because um, there wasn't much up there except for a few craters. Haven't you seen that movie Cat Women from the Moon? It did offend me that they had to put an American flag there. Apparently, right. apparently they were. If you spent all American the, taxpayers' yeah. money, you'd want. No, but in the grand scheme of the universe, 
It is quite what revolting. The fuck important level of importance does one country on one planet have? I completely you know, I agree. Mean, I just think well, it was No, I disagree. They paid for it. it they was paid it was for a, it. But yeah, it was at the flag. height of the Cold everyone War and it was a big it. fuck no, you to they, everyone else. No one else. Everyone did. Every, they stood on the shoulders of every human that has ever come before a bunch them. of German rocket scientists. But that was that's yeah. that no, for that's me being That is entirely true. That would that would have been the greatest thing was knowing that you were the absolute first person to do it and nobody could ever take that away from you and mm. everybody was watching you yeah but i still think but that's that's what he uh, the explorers have done since the dawn of time i know put the flag of the people who paid for their expedition so the first thing they if do i could arrive, do anything that people have already done that would be it go to the moon Apparently the flags they used were cheap, and so they've faded white. If that makes any any better, you know, have the, they really? All the colours gone. Yeah. Are you serious? I think so. Why would they use a cheap flag? Because it's like the last thing they, they probably thought. Didn't, of, they probably NASA didn't think of it. I mean, yeah. the Americans spent a lot of money developing. Well, they thought enough to put developing a, a rod on spoke, it, a rod to keep it up. The Americans invested all of this effort in developing a pen that they could use in outer space, and the Russians, the Russians used a pencil. The Russians used a pencil. I love that. Yeah, they just wanted to show off, though, because they got their pen license and they were wanting to use it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely, that'd be my thing. What would your thing be if you could do anything? Not like... Uh, that someone's done before. Well, that's that's doable. That's a I'd, doable thing. I'd climb Everest before I'm <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the, the whole route up Everest is littered with bodies. <laughs> I know. Literally. I know. Did you read that article with all the photos? Yeah. It's, like, it's terrifying. It's like one of the things, like, okay, you go up this crevasse, you and turn then you get the to right Green and... Boots. Yeah. There's a guy called Green Boots that's a cave where there's this dude who's died and he's been up there for like 20 years and he wears green boots. Yeah. It's horrifying. It's too dangerous to even rescue them or, or get rid well, of the bodies. Well, that's the thing, yeah. You, you know? can't get rid of the bodies. Yeah. When I say climb Everest, I mean make it to base camp. That would be enough. Fred would Because technically really. you've climbed a bit of it. You just haven't yeah, the base summited. Camp, we'll call it even. Yep. Oh, you at least even. make it a second base camp. Even? Does that mean he d- you don't have to pay him? I don't have to pay him. You just get a bus pay. to the base camp, okay? They do tourist buses there, don't you? Get a chopper in if you could really be bothered. If you got the cash. I don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, what would you do? I think a moon, space. Something like that. Something someone's done before. Definitely. Well, you know, it's it's a thing that's doable. Not like, oh, I turn myself into gold and, you know, teleport around the world. <laughs> I don't know. It's, that's what James told me he wanted to do. What? I think Fred wants to... Teleport to, to what? Gold. <clears throat> what would you do if you could do anything? Like, that's already been done. If someone said, you've got unlimited budget, I'm going to offer you one thing and no, everyone in the world is going to say <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bang, Rachel McAdams. <laughs> already been done has sure. it been done <laughs> who was it done by <laughs> who hasn't done Rachel Mac Adams banglist.com let's see what that has um wow <laughs> oh because you want to be able to brag about something right? yeah, yeah going to the moon's not very cool <laughs> what, so the humanity suit. unites and everyone puts in money so you can bang Rachel Mac <laughs> and yeah. tell us all what it's like be phenomenal um you guys into the America's Cup? No. 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 Um, <laughs> we live in Perth, which is um, the Royal Perth Yacht Club once 
once won the um, the America's Cup. It's one of the few yacht clubs that have. In 1983. Hey. I think so, yeah. Mr. Memory. Mr. Trivia. I don't know these things. Why Rachel McAdams? He's just Why got a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Can you explain your affections? I suppose not. She's attractive. She's she attractive. probably has nice hair. She's not on Twitter going... <laughs> Is that on your list of things you hate about girls? <laughs> women, yeah. What women hate, yeah. Pretty much. Um, uh, Serbia has a vampire. Fang News. Oh, there was a there was a government warning or or a council issued warning, wasn't there? Well, I think, but I think they admitted that they're just doing it to attract tourists. Oh, so it's like a, a lie. Just to, they're warning people about vampires, but just to generate sort of like a buzz, a viral marketing that the people go to Serbia. Serbia, they might find a. And they're trying to um, undo all the harm that mm. a Serbian tale or whatever the film. Did. Yeah. Probably. Have you ever end up seeing that? I never want to. I read the wiki on it and I felt like physically ill. And oh, but it doesn't make me <laughs> want to see it. No, it really doesn't. It makes me want to go, no, not want to see it. You've seen like Two Girls, One Cup. And yeah, <gasps> you know what Mr. Though? Hands. And I haven't seen Mr. Hands. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this show. Oh. It's a Could, can we a have a... Oh. A oh, oh yeah. Hand. Okay, I've seen Mr. Hands. Oh, the poor um, horse. One Man, One Jar. Uh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> is the jar inserted into an orifice? Yes, or, okay. and then it breaks. Oh, I've and seen then a gif of pick that. It out. Yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> I banished that from my mind, James. Then you brought it back. Why would you use such a low grade jar? Maybe it's a high grade. That's anus. the real question. No, oh, yeah, there are preliminary questions. <laughs> Why at all? But. Now, the other cool thing about Serbia is. Um, they've got two of the best tennis players in the world, and they're in Perth right now for the Hopman Cup. Um, Anna in Ivanovic. And there can only be one Anna who plays tennis in my heart. Kornikova. Kornikova. Oh, it's not even... And, um, I prefer Sharapova. Novak D- Djokovic. Aren't you a Wiggly Davenport kind of guy? Well, I'll give you some trivia. Oh, I did on, like... On, no on Djokovic. Yeah. Who's the one that she kissed? My sister He's on danced. Grindr? My sister danced. No, you didn't like the one she kissed. Sorry, my sister danced. We liked the one she kissed. Oh, really? Yes. The ball? Yes. No, she, we liked she, Martina Hingis. She you liked Wiggly Davenport. Did she have any goss about those two? You like Anna the Novik and that? <laughs> no goss. That's that's the, really the extent of it. Mm. But I asked her if if you know she was if 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 he was taller than. And she said. She said, yes, she was wearing flats. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, there's some very tall women in, like, Perth CBD, I've noticed. <laughs> really, James? They're very tall, and they tall have to women. wear, the poor things have to wear flats when everyone yep. else is wearing heels, because... Yep. You think especially in Perth CBD? I just noticed them, like... Because I see these tall, you know, Amazonian females, but I assume, and I look down to the feet, I assume they're in epic heels, but no, they're in flats. Well, you know, my, my brother made this surprise return hmm. visit from England for Christmas. So we had to have this, this big family love-in and then we had to have family picture, me and my siblings. I'm the shortest. 
Oh really? Hey, because mm. you're not short. Though. I'm not short. I'm mm. I'm six one. But when my sister's in heels, mm. and my my brother is you know six foot three and has like filled out from eating English food, mm. I look like this puny little runt mm. of an older brother. Um, does your sister complain about having to wear flats all the time? No, I think she's accepted it. Mm. I bought her. Does she have a? She wanted. Friend? She wanted. She wanted running shoes for her birthday. So right. I, I shouted her this pair of shoes. What? Sorry. Size eleven. What are you talking about? No, I was looking at something else. <laughs> I got on a iPhone on a ten. So Rachel McAdams. Yeah. She was dating. I don't know this lady. Uh you might recognise her. Mm. Yeah, she's she's uh, the the blonde girl and mean girls. Oh, okay. But she's a, normally a brunette. She was dating this guy called... Because I was looking up for you, James, in case she was single. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, whatever <laughs> I could do to help your like, lifelong journey. Yeah, yeah. She's dating this guy, Michael Sheen. <clears throat> you know 30 Rock? Mm-hmm. You know the, the guy that Liz Lemon was, like, fated to be with and she hated him? The Boston guy is like... The, no, the English guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, she's currently dating that guy. Oh, what? Okay. And then I was looking at him. I was like, well, he's also dated... Kate Beckinsale and I was no oh man you and know I was who's, like who's this guy you know who's the biggest uh, like just pumps all the babes <laughs> um, I just walked in the gay the gay fat guy from Modern Family he, he what, what does he do he pumps all the babes <laughs> yeah. all the babes look up that guy and see his list of girlfriends that's that what I should look up yeah. big fat gay guy yeah, look up family. who pumps all the babes <laughs> oh if you know that's the only way because it's two gay guys so I have to say which one there's a skinny guy and a big guy um, I have a story about a fatty when you're ready. <laughs> All right. A load oh, of- oh, I haven't heard one of these in years. I was thinking not that long ago. I used to talk about the, the obese woman at UWA who <laughs> wore velvet. <laughs> yeah. Fatty. Yeah. Yeah, and that was going to be the title of your book, The Velvet Fatty, wasn't it? <laughs> Which, but all the all the coffee table books, yeah, of oh. enormous fat people. Or was it called the Velvet Fatty or the um the Red Velvet Moo Moo or something? <laughs> was was a I'm sure there was a curtain. The Red involved. Velvet Curtain or something oh, like that. Yeah. I can't remember. The Curtain Moo Moo. Yeah, I did admire that woman for her boldness in the audacity to wear covering, <laughs> covering herself in velvet as a, yes. as a curtain. Rather expensive material when you need, you know, several reams of it to make one garment. <laughs> so, what's your story? Tell us your tale of. Well, it's, it's this, vis- this visitor at the at the place where I work, at, okay. the, at the community centre. Mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't say which one, but she um she's she's desperate. She's desperate for anything that's her size. She's a size twenty four. So she's she's extremely large and incontinent. 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 So I only know her by her working name, which is Amber. So she comes in working as in she's a working girl. Yes. And when she comes into the shop, we have to get the spray because the the smell of the incontinence is palpable. However, um, and and I've I've had to have words with her recently because um, when she comes in and she's like, "Got any size twenty four? I'm desperate. Anything? Any pants size twenty four? And I say, "No, Amber, I haven't got anything for. You. I'm desperate." 
And then she lays it on. If she does find something, if she does find a muumu or something and she wants a discount, she pulls the same line. And she just did me three weeks in a row. I'm desperate. I'm a pensioner. I've been bashed. I've been raped. I've been abused. And I'm thinking to myself, Amber, nobody would go anywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Like, people would run from you. It's... Man. It's bad enough you're in here, but three weeks in a three weeks in a row. I've been bashed, I've been raped, I've been abused. I'm thinking, no, you've not been raped, you've not been bashed, you've <laughs> never. No, it's not. It's not conceivable. I mean, I saw her recently, and she, and I'm and I thought, oh, isn't that nice? She's done her face, she's had her nails done, she's had a new hairstyle, you know. But then she's sitting there. And she's, you know, at least a metre and a half wide at the, at the thighs when she's sitting down. And she's got a pair of um, grey tracksuit pants on that are, she's sort of wearing them as shorts. And the, there's just this massive discoloration around the whole groinal area where she's, she's wet herself. But it, <laughs> the vile thing about her is that she comes in <laughs> and she advertises her services. So I've had to what say... What kind of a... Cl- have you seen a client? I, I don't know who her clients are, but they're just as desperate as her. She's saying, $5 a hand job, $10 I'll blow you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is dead set serious, and it's my job to actually say, Amber, it's not approaching. <laughs> what the fuck did he say? He went... Oh, $5. <laughs> so, Amber, look, I'm glad you're getting off the pension and you're working again, but it's just not appropriate to be advertising in the shop. This is like a horror story or something, Matt. <laughs> no, this is my job, Campbell. This is, this is real life. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you fucking poofed a fucking cunt. Fucking grumpy bastard. Fucking not getting laid enough. Fucking take it out on me. That's, that's the standard response. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, these, it's just depraved. It's, you know, just one example of many of the Interesting depraved, depraved people that I, yeah. Wow. I've been bashed, I've been robbed, I've been abused. Fred, if you were in jail for 10 years <laughs> and, your, and your cellmate offered up his little. $10, ri- I'll blow you. <laughs> would you go for it? Do you even know? <coughs> James, I don't it's think... It comes to blowing. James, it doesn't really matter. Who's James, blowing? Have you ever seen... Well, well yeah, but it's right. a bit It's a bit of a seen, strange um, hypothetical because no no, none of us can place ourselves in the position of depravity where we've been, you know, deprived any sort of basic human contact mm. for a decade. Like, obviously you me, would... Really. <laughs> <laughs> so human contact comes just... in all forms, you know, like, but in prison I don't think you're really getting any. You know, Let alone sexual. No. That's what are you trying to say, Jerry? No, I'm just like, you know, that, how low that, would you go? Is it is true that? Why are you asking me? You're the one who's like, oh, this has been my life for the past ten years. So, James, right now, would you? No. Well, exactly. I haven't had to to go find a hooker or anything. I have never. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. don't. But obviously, there, at least there's a perception that if you go to jail, you got to bang your cellmate. That's it. Like, <laughs> what is, it, is this from all so your time okay. you spend in jail? So you, you, 
What been the watch- fuck is the question? <laughs> Have you been watching Are you too much my, Oz? Do you, think you could, <laughs> you, do you think seriously you'll go that mad for not having sex with a, a woman for 10 but maybe years? You'd, no. Maybe you'd just be comforting one another in a way. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be anything. Mm. Maybe it's a, just a comfort thing. It's or maybe you develop a, a, a relationship, an intimate relationship mm. with that person you're in this tragic space mm. with and you're with, you know, almost 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just something. Or maybe, but yeah, what maybe would, it is but romantic. What, but, okay, okay. So you develop a relationship of camaraderie and whatnot, but what makes it progress to a sexual plane? Boredom. That's what I wouldn't be able Boredom. to understand. You, you know, just you play snap. For ten years with this person, thumb wars. You're just like, what else can we do with our bodies? Do you think they'll give oh, you blue balls? Just when you well, hug you could, each you other. You could claim not? it was a cancer risk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I read, I read on Io9. But surely, yeah. But James, are you wanting my like permission? You are you wanting my permission to see a prostitute? You've got it. <laughs> I also no, give I've you given permission. It. No. Matt, give him permission. <laughs> James, go right ahead. I'm a doctor, James. I'll write you out a recommendation. I'll no. be hey, I'll pay. <laughs> Can Let's you give prescriptions? For hand for jobs? Yeah. I don't know. For Five dollars a hand job? <laughs> for photons? Ten dollars on blower. Look, no, but I can offer some insight here because yeah. I have a, a friend who's mid-40s and has like gone through a long, long period of abstinence mm-hmm. and has confided in me that in recent years, like within the last year, he's been to a hooker like just a couple of times because you know sadly he reached the point where he just wasn't you know just didn't have the confidence to to put himself out there and felt like you know he needed to get the equipment in working order again found it and and he's he's you know a very sensitive very romantic orientated kind of person and just found it the most awful experience Mm. really just didn't like obviously there was some why do you go element. back a few times well i think because so i think it was twice one. um i haven't asked him that but i mean i think it was just you know on one level it was there was a lot of relief but on other level on on all other levels it was just too too inappropriate and and just not just didn't feel right for him and you know it, it wasn't a, a successful sort of experience but mm. But then he ends up banging this hot woman, you know, who did on some level give him spurred on his confidence. Yeah. So now he's pumping all all the hot babes. Now he's got this (laughs) hot pixie chick with tattoos and it's really, it's all, you know, it's all fireworks. So Pixie chick. She's got a pixie look. I haven't met her, but that's what I'm told. Ex-lesbian, again, that fluidity, Fred, it's all out there. LGBT. The sexual the expressiveness. She's easy. Sexual expressiveness. Is, James, um, just you know, get onto it. Just no, but see, I don't, I don't sit there going, oh, I, I need to bang a hot woman. I think I'll be one of those guys, like you know how they joke in the movies, like, um, you know, you, you go to a prostitute and just you just cry, you pay them. To the, <laughs> oh them Christ, to James, this is depressing. This show all of a sudden. Look. But that's... Uh, Stop. Don't be, you know, don't be a weird, nice guy. With a fedora. At least you don't have the fedora going. <laughs> well, maybe I should. No, don't. No, this is the opposite. But th- isn't they saying that these hat. guys get the girls? No, no it's not. It's the opposite. It's saying that they're not getting the girls. Oh. How do they know? Because they're on OkCupid. And saying, oh, I don't get the girls, which is, they're probably lying. 
What, so they can get the girls? I bet you that. Nah, there's they're no doing way it. those They're guys putting out that profile because that's what gets them the girls. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's the thing. And they're all like, well, I'm done being a nice guy. Only assholes get oh, girls. How do you trust what they believe, though? I don't. Are you even on? Are you on any of these dating websites? No. James, get on it. Get on, Just get James, on the horse. Get on. James, get, get on, on the horse. I'd rather be dead. No, why? Horse. Oh, what, your pride? What? If, if you're pumping hot babes, what do you care where <laughs> you found them? I don't like other people. Why would I want to go meet a stranger? Are you going to come out as asexual then? Oh, yeah, I've been, James, I've been looking well, at all this. I think I've discussed in the show that I'm pretty much asexual. James, there is obviously a very specific type of woman out there for you. Yeah. This is a tool. Old net, man. The internet no, is a tool at your Old disposal oh, to, bring you exactly. into, like, to bring you into connection with that I'm specific unicorn, type of oh, woman. But nobody like... So, use it. <laughs> I, I, I do. You, guess what, Jimish Femme? It's a tool out there. People can go... Out there, they can listen to hear me talk about yeah. stuff. This is your own okay. Women Cupid. are not. Yeah. I had no idea. Women are not. A deal breaker would be a girl who doesn't like fanging around, thinking, yeah. "Wow, I want to fang it on with Pontifex." Okay, Seriously? they are not yeah. doing that. It is about you have to go on to one of these. If a you girl didn't like fanging where around. women are actually fishing. Uh, if I was making days, yeah. I'll be like, "Look, I podcast in a shed. I I write films that will probably never get made, and and then I sometimes." You know, watch Mad Men and put them. Profile. How many requests would I get? Oh, I don't know. Give it a shot, James. I'll write your profile for you. I'm I don't very want good at doing I don't all of this. No, no, well, you know you better than anyone, maybe James. Family, but I, can, we'll write a I can spin it for you. Okay. I don't want it to spin. I don't want people going. It's this, not spin. My number one hate. It's about actually in making the world. It's, it's about it's about making holy all of, shit. You have a lot of good qualities. This is a nice cast. <laughs> 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 it's about making all of your really nice qualities. Yeah. It's about advertising them. James, in no, a way, I want to advertise you can't, my bad qualities. You can't qualities. just wait for women to come to you. You've got to put yourself out okay, there. Okay, here's think. a couple of concepts. The internet is your medium. Jane, uh, Matt had a idea. Go where the women are fishing. Dating signs. Yes. They're looking for men. If you're down at, like, the OK Corral, they're not looking for men necessarily. Mm-hmm. But there's one place where women are looking for men. And it's on dating yep. sites, okay? They're actively looking. Second thing. Oh, no, here it is. I forgot. But I remembered. <laughs> dating, relationships, it's all about compromise. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound very hot, but it's about being I malleable. Love compromising. Oh, well, there you go. You just brilliant. said you'd never date a woman who doesn't like fanging around. That's the opposite of compromise. Because that's a pretty fundamental thing, because... So this is a version of me. The character of James on Fang Round is a version of me. But this is a version of me. Liz has never listened. Zoe listens. Bryony <laughs> doesn't listen. Zoe listens and is not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but she still dates him. Yeah. The charm just cuts through. But you're not married. Oh, I'm not married. Oh, not who married. wants to be married? I'm seeing a divorcee. Don't me complaining. No, I'm not saying that as in you have to be married. I'm just saying that like, it would be easy. It wouldn't be true that it'd be easier for Zoe to be in the US if you were married. So you could have married her just to help your relationship along, but you chose not to because you know it'd be too said, awkward. I to heard do. she put the cold water on that one. Yeah, she did. You talked mm. to Liz, haven't you? But I did not probe yeah. Liz. Liz no, is it? Liz just poured oh, and poured I out of her. Not. She's right? engaged now. Oh, I know. Um, I floated it. It was shut down. Logistical no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not talking that. I'm just saying that 
you say that she doesn't she listens but she doesn't like it don't you think that's a like it, it could become a problem in the future no i don't because she does things that i don't listen to and like <laughs> yeah, exactly you see what this is coming to like i think talking about things is a no, fundamental we're two different people we don't have to love everything that we do all the time so what 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 do you talk about that you have in common with each other what's your st- oh, i don't know james i'm not gonna go into the depths of my relationship with you on public radio <laughs> well make it hypothetical like what, do you, <laughs> what do my you friend and- frank and his girlfriend <laughs> zibby <laughs> it's not really gonna work yeah uh Okay, look, I, the way I think of it is, you know... Fred, is there, is there is something there... non-sexual that's good about your relationship with Zoe? Oh. Yeah! They've <laughs> been together for James. years! Obviously, there is, there, is, there is a connection on a level that is well above yeah. sex, and it is functional, and, and you know, there's... There's lust and sex and all but of that look, shit, and then there's the the practicalities of having a relationship. But with someone. everybody, and they are two different things. I have relationships, and, and with relationships lots of only actually work mm. when you have connection on both those levels. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know? ha- I have relationships with lots of people, and they all operate in different ways. I have a relationship with Fred. I have one with Matt. I have one with you. Mm. I have one with my coworkers at work. I have one with my parents. They're relationships. They're all relationships. Mm. They all operate differently. They all serve different purposes, and that's what they're for and they all mm-hmm. make me a richer have a, give me a richer life because of all of these relationships mm-hmm. and they're all but different but you're not polyamorous yeah uh, well, no 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 but no but i'm saying you know just because zoe doesn't listen to the podcast mm-hmm. doesn't mean that their relationship is any l- mm. less no 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 i'm not saying that i'm saying for me like it's probably different for, it's it's different for everybody like if someone who Someone like men who's borderline asexual, what's the point of going looking for a partner that you can have good sex with? It doesn't appeal to me. Have you had good sex? It's not just about sex with them. Oh, I don't know. There you go. If sex isn't a big deal, you're not doing it right. Sex is pretty <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I'm with these guys. We should all... It should be something Exactly. So, all you're, you're, so yeah. you're looking Everybody for a partner that. that is compatible with you sexual. Is, is it, I'm guessing it's a pretty big component of your relationship yeah it's like a priority like you're looking for someone it's about all different sorts of things oh. are you ta- you're talking about sexual compatibility yeah like it's part of your a uh, successful relationship for you guys is it you have a partner that it's you enjoy I, having I sex think, with I think yeah. sexual, I think them. the sexual compatibility can is something that can sometimes be mm. developed and when the emotional side of the relationship improves or builds or grows or whatever, mm-hmm. that can it's that can help the sexual side of things mm. intensify and become better. But everything feeds into it one another. Doesn't, doesn't yes. If you have a de- de- you deficit you, in one area, there'll be a deficit in the you other. You don't they need, need to, to have fireworks in the sex department from day one, and, and if you don't, it's not necessarily a, a, mm. a doomed relationship. But, but I do think you need to have success in all. Gamut in all areas of the relationship, if it's going to be long lasting and mm-hmm. it'll be lasting, James, I think it's a numbers game. Just get out there, just start pumping away at hot babes, <laughs> and yeah. you know. Well, I did that. I did that. Or, not even hot babes. James. Maybe some hot studs. 
I don't know. What, you, maybe have, you have a lot to offer the ladies of this world. Stop depriving them. Or the gentlemen. You don't know. Maybe that's why your sex is dud. <laughs> maybe that's why you're not having, like, mind-melting sex. Maybe you haven't met the right guy. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Try it. You're saying you're asexual. You're not feeling much about anyone right now, except for Rachel Mick. McAdams, yeah. McAdams and Eurasians. Maybe you need to find a nice Eurasian person. <laughs> well, I don't know where to find them. Well, there's Eurasian.com. The internet, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're right, all over the internet. Right, Kim, a letter they're just not. They're just not here. out there yeah. trawling for gymmerish.com. They're actually on the dating sites, which is... Mm. I bet, there are, I bet there are white guys looking for Asians, Eurasians. <laughs> I bet there's a dating site for that. <laughs> yeah. James, just get exactly. out there. Throw Would you put that on your site? There. Looking for Eurasian. The slang, yeah, you'll make it on the, the weekend. Slang term nice is stupid. The slang term is rice queens. <laughs> is that coming straight from the Greens? Is that <laughs> official no, party policy? I said the slang term. I don't use that term. I'm just saying it's out there. For Eurasians. For for older white gentlemen who like younger ah, Asian men, okay. they're rice queens. Gotcha. Yes. No, that's that's coming from my... The first thing that came up, a white guy's my, my guide to picking who's, up who's Asian rather, chicks. Rather rude about these things. I've learned a lot of slang from you tonight, Matt. What are you trying to say, Fred? I'm a potty mouth? I'm just up with the lingo. <laughs> There's a website called EurasianNation.com. So that's some weird KKK but pro Eurasian. I don't know. There's AZNlovers.com. Well, well, my divorcee is Eurasian. <gasps> Have you heard James's rants about Eurasians? <laughs> no. Have you watched John Safran's show on Eurasian? Yeah. Is that where you got the idea? I mean, when I was like. 15 years old, I fell in love with a Eurasian. That was really where my idea oh, came from. Eurasian. They're very beautiful people. Oh, yeah, stunning. Oh, we, we were t- I don't, maybe it was when you were tall, I was talking about this girl called Kim at Caltex. Who's you met or like she sold Kim you a from pie? No, she was the girl who was using her beauty to get her way. What'd she do to you? She was running late and she's like, you know, adjusting her doing, top doing, to show off her the, cleavage to doing, say, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, you can wait a couple of minutes longer, can you? I'm like, I guess so. I can see your boobs. You know. Why didn't you say, you know, something offensive? <laughs> because I'm, they're my clients. I have to be nice to them. No. You what? should have said you, at Caltex. So you perhaps were, if you're in need of adjusting yourself, you should arrive I was picking up mail early from Caltex. To, to, oh, okay. to, to enable yourself time to do that. Now, Caltex Osborne Park on Main Street. There's this really cool girl there, <laughs> and she has a really awesome name, but I'm forgetting her name now. How's your uh, whole secretary thing going? Well, I'm not on the route, so I don't. I've damn right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you left yourself no, open. I'm not on the on my usual route, so I've you know. So no. So no. The answer's no. You could just pretend, but you yeah, just like stand up some envelopes and turn up and you should. On, on like my unusual Facebook route, on my unusual route, there's Kim at Caltex. Uh, he's got notes. He's looking at his iPhone. He's got notes. Peter, Peter at RCR. Can I have a look um, at your notes? No, James? but you know who's also really hot. Um, have you seen? This? There's a cooking show. You know, how I was talking about cooking show. <laughs> have you yeah, seen the I show Pose Kitchen? She's pretty hot as well. She's not Eurasian, she's just Asian. I know. 
Oh, so she has an Australian accent. So. It's a very narrow field, isn't it, James? Yeah. It's a very narrow field. She doesn't take any that of we're your interested boxes, in. Fine. Poe's Kitchen. Poe. That's coming. She did this. Sh- I've already seen I, one episode today, um, and she was doing it with a. I don't know if she does it every episode, but she had two butchers on the show. Yeah, I think she does it with everyone on every episode. She's So this one, she was doing it with two butchers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think she has a special guest on every like, episode you know, and she does it with them. Um, you know, fiddling their sausage. And- Sometimes it's like a crab fisherman. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a, so a she, cattleman. She, she actually does them on the show. Yeah, yeah, oh. she, does, she does it with them. Yeah, definitely. Right. Sometimes and in the kitchen. Sometimes she does it outdoors. And the best thing about well, the kitchen, Asian women is she's like 40 and she looks like... Yeah, for listeners back home, you couldn't see, but Matt's eyes almost rolled out of his head. Um, James, I think, just get on a dating site. You don't have to be, like, a, a super, you know, super... You don't have to lie about anything. Just be honest about it. And just be like... Is that Fred? Did he leave? Yeah, Fred just went to the bathroom. No, but he leave. Oh, he's about to leave. He's only got a few minutes left. Question of the week. Oh. Would you go on a dating site? Would you hire Amber for five dollars? No, James. Amber. Oh no! Been probably. raped. Been bashed. Been abused. <laughs> oh, maybe she has been abused. Oh, She's been more than abused. Um, do you got, you. Uh, well, this is just a, a sub question to the the question of the week. A sub question to question of the week. Oh, okay. Goodness. Do you guys know what, what's the rule where if you f- can think of it, there's a porn version of it? Rule forty three. Rule forty three or something. Yeah. Okay, so this is the question of the week. Hey, we've got question of the week. This is the last. We're going to wrap the show up with question of the week. All right. What porn do you hope exists, but you are too scared to Google it in case you find nothing and your dream is shattered? What kind of a question (laughs) is that, Especially saying, what kind of porn are you into? Because is it rule 43 or something like that, where if you think of it, there's a porn of it. Fred. No, I think I read it. If you think of it, there's what? There's a porn version of all this. There's porn out there that's that based covers on that idea. everything. Yeah, that one concept. Um, I'll tell you something that I stumbled across quite by accident, and it was quite by accident. Um, it was on someone's deviant 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 oh. art. I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh, it is rule thirty four. Sorry, I got my numbers mixed up. And this illustration, it was because I was looking at Pokemon... Illu- no, I was looking at Animal Crossing, which is a Nintendo 64 game, okay? And I was looking up illustrations of a certain character, and I found an illustration that was... Here we go. We've got one character, and he's in a latex animal suit. So, it's a furry thing, but the furry animal isn't furry, it's latex, but he's dressed as an animal. And he is being eaten by the actual character... The actual animal character that he's dressed as while having sex. With that animal character? With that animal character. So, it's a person... Oh, and he's wearing diapers. <laughs> so, he's cosplaying in late... He's, co- he's cosplaying furry latex with diaper fetish animal... Like a video game. He's having sex with that animal. So, it's a bit of bestiality, which is a fictional character. And that character is also eating him, which is a bit of vor... Um, Cannibalistic overtones. Yeah. Mm. That, for me, I was just like, wow, this person's got a lot of, like, 
fetish is going on at once. On. Yeah. It's all happening. It really... I've, I've seen a lot of those components and some of them mixed, mm. but not all together like that. It really did a number on my head. So, there you go. Uh, that's not something that I wanted, though. But it's something I Fred? couldn't have imagined existing. I'll give you my answer just so to give you something to... I really want to see, but I'm scared to Google and be devastated to find it doesn't exist. Rachel McAdams topless. No, um, that exists. Um, <laughs> uh, Snuffleupagus porn. <laughs> like, people who dress up like, you know, those hairy elephants from Sesame Street and... Does that, I'm sure, exist? Mount each other. I think it's but like, I'm guessing it's like there might be two people. Puppet, what if there's two yeah. people per suit? Someone yeah. gets all the fun. Someone's yeah. just like controlling the facial expression. Someone's got all the fun. The other one gets up the bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive. Sorry you had to hear that, Matt. Most of what we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt that kind of crucial. Welcome to the world's most offensive podcast. We're going to have to wrap it up now. Well, honest. you're going. I'm going. You're going. Well, Campbell, you'd have to drive him home, right? Yeah. You are the weakest. Link. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, Zoe's not coming. Oh. Unfortunately, not. Okay. Well, tell Zoe I'm devastated she wouldn't grace us with her presence. Mm. I will. And give her my best. This is episode 34 of Fanging Around. Um, thanks for coming in to be our special guest, Matt. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure. Um, I guess we'll hopefully have you back to talk more about this Everest bet next year. Hopefully. Um, Sorry. Uh, we'll see um, if it goes to a double or nothing. I'm already in training. <laughs> Whoa. This is Staphylopagus porn. It exists. Let's see. <laughs> Whoa, you just, that's Whoa. one less thing to worry about. I didn't know Big Bird was that gender. Oh, my God. He's got a Staphylopagus-sized <laughs> tongue. <laughs> Rule 34 comes to save us once again. Um, and it's episode 34. Woo! Synchronicity? Yeah. So, oh, wow. Episode 34, rule 34. Here we are. Yeah. Um, what I, what are we going to do? Uh, Fred's well, going away. Well, okay, we're going to be doing fang tracks, and then we're going to be finding alternative... Then we're going to hopefully get... When Fred buys a microphone... It's going to be... hear myself? There's going to be the fanging around uh, pod, uh, micro-podcast uh, a sandwich a week. Yep, I'm yeah, I'm going to eat a hamburger in front of the mic. Um, Fred might get a Skype microphone and Skype in... And then we're I gonna think it's called a Skype microphone. So things are going to be different around here, but Campbell says he's committed to keep it going while he's still in Perth. Yeah, I'm committed to keep it going while I'm still in Perth. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, I am. It just sounds funny. I am. Yeah. I'm here. Uh, but you can find us at fangingaround.com. You can tweet us as fangingaround. You can find us on iTunes fangingaround. Even if you don't use iTunes to subscribe, you can leave us a review. That would be awesome. Helps us out. Um, Campbell, where can you find you on Instagram? CampbellWhite.com. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Yep. Fred, do you want to give out any details? No. 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 Matt, I don't exist. Don't. Matt doesn't exist. Uh, you can find me Too at jimmyblack.com or as the guy called Tom, all one word, all over the internet. Um, this is being... Except dating sites. Why? I don't know. If you're a single lady and you liked what you've heard... Message James, James because obviously James at fangingaround.com. You can email me personally James at James at fangingaround. But you can email man. the whole team at mailbag at fangingaround. But mostly James. If you want to send us any pics, go ahead. Yeah. Where's Brizzy from Brisbane? I did not say that. That was Fred. <laughs> I think it was yeah. Matt that said that. 
Adios, dear listener. Buenas noches. Hasta mañana. Bye. Bye. Bye.